Joey Salvia here with episode 76. Now that Greg chauffeured Vic Henley from New York to New Jersey, where Vic can open for fellow comedian and friend Ron White, we'll check in with the boys backstage. But first, let's go to New England for a quick hit from one of our good pals at 888-505. Opie. Hey guys, it's Creamy Butters calling from New England, home of the New England Patriots. Uh, yes, the team's going to the Super Bowl yet again. Not even something to brag about anymore. It's just something that happens. Uh, I'm very, very grateful. I'm not trying to rub it in anybody's face. I know that they have, uh, as Mike Sapple can tell you, they can lose just as easy as the Patriots can win. Fuck the Giants. Fuck the Eagles. Fuck the NFC. It just seems like a couple of months ago, I was watching the Red Sox victory parade from a hospital bed, which I was. So it's a fucking embarrassment of riches. It's really all I wanted to say. I hope the Patriots win. It's going to be a great fucking Super Bowl either way. And I really, really hope that Carl comes up with some cool appetizers to teach me how to cook on the show. All right, buddy. You guys are still kicking ass. The fucking Vic Henley shit is awesome. More Vic talking music. Later, boys. It's the Opie Radio Podcast. We are in the green room at the State Theater in New Jersey, and uh, I'm hanging with Vic Henley, who's opening up for Ron White, and uh, Vic just got off stage, and Vic just crushed it! <laughs> You're too kind. I usually see you in a, like, a small club in New York City, you're working on material, you're doing crowd work, you're fucking around, still getting laughs, sure. don't get me wrong, but this is the first time I, I've seen you in a theater setting, and your energy and your rhythm was unbelievable, and you fucking crushed it. Oh, you're too kind. It was, it's easy. It's, it's, they came to see comedy, 1,500 of them. They don't come to not have fun, just like anybody that goes to a club. Yeah. And so, you, so and it's so dark, you can't really do crowd work or anything, and then Ron doesn't really like a lot of that, because you don't want to get them rowdy. Yeah, yeah. He wants them to listen to the jokes. And so, I've got different sets that I do in different states. I had to do a whole bunch of Jersey stuff tonight, which was really fun. I heard the the uh, the old left turn joke. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, I, I didn't say they were gold. No, but, it, it but got a huge response. Always, no, it always works, right? You feel a little cheesy sometimes. But being a being a, a fan and a veteran of uh, you know these these clubs and you comics, you know that, that, sure. that's a that's a go to joke that kills every time. Well, I, Basically, in Jersey, you can't make a left fucking turn. They're con- I, my, part of my joke is everyone has a brother that's related to the mob, so they're all in the concrete business, <laughs> right. and they put these concrete barriers in the middle of state highways yeah everywhere everywhere you want to go you just can't run right down here and turn left you have to so that created a problem where they have to invent something called the jug handle yeah which is basically always 30 miles past where you're supposed to be of course so your hotel's on the left no you're 30 more miles down this way you gotta go at least another five miles then you can finally make your right turn to make the left turn to head back to your hotel And it's always a curly cue, and it's always to the right, and then you curly cue, and you go back around to go back to the left. You ever left. wonder about stuff like that? Like s- someone back in the day was really fucking angry yes. and said, "No, this is how we're going to do it," and it and it caught on. I read one time that uh, of the top ten states, and this is a good stat: of the top ten states that spend the most amount of money on their highways and roads and keeping them good, yeah. Um, 
usually if you spend the most money and you're on the top 10 list, you also make the best 10 list of the best highways and roads in America. Right. There's a direct correlation. New Jersey is the only state that makes the top 10 list for spending and upkeep and has never been close to being on the other <laughs> list of good roads and highways. Because so, it's just all going into somebody's pocket. It's right. them. It's been a, you know, sometimes they rest a whole town down here. I, you it, know some of those stories. Oh, yeah. It, it, and, and it's a running joke with me and my wife. Every time I go to Jersey, because I, I got family in Jersey. Sure. I get lost every <laughs> single time. I mean, all the signs are there, but I don't know what happens in my head when I drive in Jersey. They also do, and it's hacky too, but they do do it. They put the sign on the exit. That's you, what it is. You have no time to react. Right, right, you right. You look up and you go, what that sign say? Sign says you're fucked. You missed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you finally figured it out. It's like in other states, that sign is a little before yeah. where you actually have to yeah. turn. So well, that's a standard. Uh, me and Vic Kenley drove down from Manhattan. I hope you listened to the last episode of the podcast. That one fuck it was fun man that was so easy and, and then we got here we checked into your hotel and then you're like yo ron white just texted me he wants to say hi so yeah. we we went on that uh tour bus of his and god damn that's the way to do it the number one tequila tour bus right right <laughs> and uh yeah man and what's the story of that that tour bus uh what's his name pat mccollum who's the tour manager he yeah. owns a company called nashville coach okay. they build tour buses right and so the key to a good tour bus isn't like an RV. Yeah. you got to have a bus frame. Right. you got to have a frame, or otherwise you're all, a regular RV sometimes doesn't have a uh, whatever you call it. Like, I don't know if it's Coachman, but it's right. Okay. the same thing as a Greyhound bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these Rockstar tour buses have to have that same suspension, or you just kind of have a glorified RV, right. which are still really nice, but it ain't nearly as nice as this. Right, right. And we got the extender where he pushes the button and it extends yeah. out. and. Uh, well, yeah, it was really good. He 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 got you right on the tequila since we walked <laughs> in the did. door. Well, you mentioned you walked in. You go, dude, I love that tequila. I can't get it at my local liquor store. And he goes, have one now. He was <laughs> pissed off. Yes, he is. He did it, not enjoy it. Yeah, it's called one number one number one uh, tequila, the Ron White tequila, uh, the the uh, the brown. Extra añejo. Is that what that yeah. is? You all that, start with the same one. The Blanco is... The Blanco's it, nice, but that other one uh, is... The taste of that is fantastic. Reposado is the middle one, and it means rested yeah, just yeah, a yeah. little. Right. Extra añejo right. has been... Three years in old bourbon barrels. Yeah. So that, it has that's that smooth. The key when it ages in the, bar- uh, the bourbon you. barrels. Because the first time I had it, I thought I was like a weirdo. And I'm going. It doesn't feel, taste I, like tequila, no. right? And I felt like a wine snob because yeah, I'm yeah. going, I'm getting hints of vanilla. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, I go, they're about to can't come down on me really hard for, you know. <laughs> I, I, used to, I used to be one of those wine snobs when I got fired back in 2002. I, I, I would travel the country and I got into wine big time. Sure. Big time. And I would be in these, like, fancy vineyards in, in Northern California and stuff at these tastings. And I, w- I would just guess. I'm like, I'm tasting uh, <laughs> uh, chocolate. <laughs> and did. they would be like, oh, oh yeah. good, good. Just, yeah, just yeah, yes, you are. Yeah, right. yeah. Wow, you got a good palate. <laughs> and uh, I think some berries. Uh, 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 blackberry? <laughs> Current? <laughs> Current. Current. Right. Yeah, black. If you throw Current in, black. Oh, right. I've told the wine story many times, but there's a wine store on Columbus Avenue and uh, around 65th Street, and I forgot the name of it. Um, it's a it's a big time wine snob store. So I went in there to get my Silver Oak 
or Duckhorn. Those were my yeah. two Silver go-to models. I know that one. I, and uh, I go in there, and I look at this lady, and I go, so I want a bottle. I think it was Duckhorn. I go, I want a, uh, a Duckhorn Cabernet. She looks at me like, you stupid fuck. Follow <laughs> me. And I'm like, what's going on? She takes me all the way upstairs, and she shows me these wines I've never heard of before in my life. She goes, that and that is your Duckhorn. I'm like, it, uh, it doesn't say Duckhorn on the label. She goes, let me explain something to you, which I thought was amazing. Yes, I've heard of this a little. Uh, I thought it was amazing. She goes, this wine and that wine is as good as Duckhorn. The price, you, you see it for yourself, it's 20 bucks a bottle. It, a Duckhorn bottle was, uh, it was pushing $100. I was going to say 80 Yeah, 80 to $100 in the wine stores. She goes, the only reason people don't buy these because of marketing. They don't know that these are good. But they're just as good. And I brought them home, and I never looked back. I'm like, wow, the wine game is pretty fucking. Well, same thing with the tequila game. This yeah. is really good tequila. I, yeah. I can't believe more people don't know about it nationally, you know. Yeah. But it's damn tasty. I could honestly tell you that we had a glass or two of tequila on Ron White's bus. I, that could have been the best tequila I've ever had. It's smooth, man. And I, mustard. You got to meet mustard. Yeah. The French bulldog. Well, Ron White. So we get on the bus, and Ron White. I, I, it made me very happy because he was very happy to see. Yeah, he, he was gave me very, a big yes. hug, and then the beers and the and the tequila came right out. Although he was already on his way. <laughs> what can we talk about? I think he probably that, he. I think the first beer he had was when you asked him for a beer. Yeah. So, but he was nursing a little tequila and at that I, point. I liked his homemade uh, bong. Oh yeah, I saw there was a Fiji bottle. That was pretty impressive. It, it obviously, is some sort of you buy one part of the apparatus and then it just yeah, plugs into yeah. any water bottle that's yeah. available. Yeah, I so was, I was pretty impressed. No, I took me, I did a double take. I'm like, where did he get a Fiji bong? Right, and I then, felt like I was back at my fraternity house. A lot of ingenuity, right? Hillbilly ingenuity. That's so, for damn sure. uh, and then he's in the middle of telling one great story after another, and then. His dog started uh, letting out nuggets, and you just you you jumped into action. Well, I, I'm a cleaner anyway. <laughs> not I'm only a... the opener, he also cleans up <laughs> I, dog I also poop. pick up mustard's poop. I'm not proud. <laughs> we fold clothes. We all chime in here together. It's whatever it takes. And I, and I noticed, like, Ron's like, what the fuck? You're fucking up my timing of the story. Oh, but I you're... know. I was moving. I couldn't do it. I couldn't just let him make a mess, but I was interrupting the story. It was so fascinating <laughs> to watch because Ron's, Ron's in the zone. You jump up like, oh, my God, <laughs> this dog's about to shit all over your bus. Right. But, Back but, there in his bedroom, mainly, yeah, was yeah, mine. Yeah. No, you did, you did <laughs> the right thing, but it was such a weird thing that was happening there. So, Old mustard. Yeah. He's a good dog. He was trying to get you to play. You did You did the total. Because when he, he picks up the toy right. and he just holds it on your foot. Yeah. And you were sitting there and he kept doing it. And you, 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 the only way to get him to stop is just completely ignore him and then he'll go over to somebody else and put it on their foot. And you did a perfect job. He stood there and he was hitting you with it. You didn't know. You just kept talking to Ron. We were all Oh, I knew. I, oh, I saw you and I almost went, give him a, give him a second, play with him. But then you I, can't get rid of him. Then he's, then you're in a three hour dog fun. I am deathly allergic to dogs. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yes. But I didn't want to oh. tell, I didn't want to tell Ron that. So this dog is rubbing up against my yeah, leg. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh my God. That's my, his move. That's it, his go to move. Like I, I'm sniffly just by being in the in the, oh, bus the bus with the dog. So in my building, everyone you know uh, goes in the elevator with their dogs, and if that dog brushes up against me, I'm done. I'll start <sighs> sneezing like a lunatic. So he might Mercer might be hypoallergenic. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know no, about the I don't breed. think so. He doesn't shed. Though. And how did he describe his dog on that Netflix? He special? said it's something like it's like a a pug. It's, no, it's not it's a pug. like a, a, a bulldog. 
fucked a fruit bat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. the joke. I think dog is a French bulldog. Yes. <laughs> it's a perfect way to uh, describe that dog, though. But I love it. And at the meeting, Ray, you'll see a little later, uh, someone always asking him about Sluggo. Yeah. And Sluggo is a dog from 30. He goes, well, Sluggo would be 32. <laughs> oh, really? He would be. No, but some dumbass that doesn't realize it's they've seen the first Ron special or maybe saw him on Showtime right, right. in like 1989 or yeah. something. And he used to talk about uh, Sluggo a lot in his act, and and it, it, it almost depending on the mood he's in, he usually just goes with the standard jokes about well he's dead and that was thirty years ago or twenty eight. Right. But then sometimes he'll get a little choked up depending on really you know whatever. Well, it's like Carl with don't bring the dog sure, up with sure. Carl. Yeah, but that but the, with Carl that was that's a recent thing. yeah that's true and, and that, that dog's, dog's still alive, alive. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. just can't see the yeah. dog anymore anymore because his ex has it. But uh, uh, a dog from thirty years ago. I, I guess if if we talked about my dog Fresca. <laughs> Really? Yeah, we named we named our dogs after soda. <laughs> did you, did you have another one? You want to know all? Of Seriously, them? is this true? We actually started with Shasta. <laughs> oh, I like Shasta. <laughs> that was before my time, sort of. My first dog that I remember is Fresca. Okay. Uh, and then when Fresca uh, went to the vet to, for uh, minor surgery and then came home dead. Oh God! You know he had tumors and they thought oh. they could take care of it. And next thing you know, we're all excited to get Fresca out of the vet and. Uh, yeah, Fresca didn't come home. Then, uh, then we got Sprite. <laughs> You're not joking. This no, is no. true. Who's who's coming up with this? Is it your Probably mom? my mom. Your mom. I, I don't know. Maybe it was us. I don't know. Your perfectly normal mother naming all the pets after yeah, sodas. Yeah. But the uh, the thing with our family when we lost a pet, no time to mourn. Their philosophy was get a goddamn puppy immediately. Oh, just replace. Yeah. So like like Sprite was uh, frozen cold on on uh, in the vestibule one morning, and the next day we had a uh, a brand new dog. But I forgot the name of that one. Doctor Pepper. Oh my god, I forgot the name of the last one. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to text one of my brothers. But um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's crazy. Why? <laughs> That's just odd. That's a very white trash thing, I yeah. think. Just to get a get a theme yeah. and stick with it. Always get a new one immediately and then well, stick with the same name theme. Well, and, and we lived on a very busy road, so uh, it was kind of like a house of horror as far as our pets go. Because we lived on a busy road with seven kids, yep. right? No fence. Oh, God. And a basketball court in the driveway. So the, the basketball would, would hit off the rock wall and and go into the road. Sure. And we're just little kids getting our balls right. out of the fucking uh, road that has crazy-ass <laughs> traffic. Yes! Yes! <laughs> and we would lose it. Are we being too loud? I'm sorry. Oh, my God. We're being too loud. Oh, you didn't oh. know we were in here. You came. Most people come out of the closet. You, you came in here to go into the closet. You're going into the closet. No, no, we're no, teasing no, go you. Into the no, closet. No, no. What, what happened to your leg, by the way? Say hi. I fractured my foot. Hello. How'd you fracture your foot? We're podcasting. We're podcasting. Oh, jeez. You don't want to tell us how you fractured your foot? Quick. It's not exciting. I, I fell down two steps. All right. Was <laughs> it dark? Were you drinking? No, I was carrying a car cover. Okay. All right. You're right. It wasn't exciting. All right. Carry on. <laughs> I tried, though. It was, yeah, it was. I wish I could give you something more exciting. It's, it's okay. <laughs> We love the State Theater, by the way. Yes, it's a great venue. Perfect, uh, perfect venue. There you go. She's uh, hopping out of the, of the green room. She's got the walking boots. <laughs> right. But my, they didn't believe in fences. Yeah, that's crazy. We're lucky we didn't lose a kid, for real, because between all of us and then our friends coming over left and right, I'm amazed. You know, we'd play wiffle ball, and, you know, you're hitting, a, you're hitting it into the street, and it, nuts, nuts. 
I'm wondering if we should go on the bus. You want it? Sometimes I go on the bus and check on Mustard just to make sure. Let's go check on Mustard. I think he's all right. All right, let's do that. You want to, where's your coat? Let me get my coat. Yeah, hang on. All right. We're leaving uh, Ron White's green room, which is, is gorgeous, that he uh, he obviously doesn't use because he's got the tour bus parked outside the uh, the State Theater. So, All right, we're walking out of the State Theater. Ron is still on stage, crushing it. Ron's having a good set. Oh, he it's so much. He, you know, one of the foolish, this is sort of silly, but, you know, you never, even if the crowd's bad, when he brings you, ever who's opening, he says, how about another hand? And then we run back out there and we take a quick bow. Yes. And you kind of give him a little hug. Yeah. And then sometimes he'll go, how are they? If he had not been watching or listening. Yeah. Well, even if they suck, you never say they suck. Right. You're supposed to lie as the opener goes, they're great. You <laughs> just course. pat him on the back and of you course. keep walking. Of course. So Alex Ramundo, his brother-in-law, who's a comic and a pro and who should know better than this yeah. one night a few months ago, just he didn't like them. And so he just let it slip his mind. So he leans in and Ron goes, how are they? He goes, they fucking suck. <laughs> and Ron didn't like it at all. He told him the next time, he's like, God damn it, just lie to me in the future. <laughs> right. You don't want to start the show by telling right. me, oh, have fun for the next hour with these dumbasses. <laughs> right. They you, aren't going to like anything. Of course you got to lie. So, but he, Alex was so mad he forgot. That's funny. Let me get the key. Oh, all right. Now I know the, uh, the code. I know the code to get on Ron White's bus. It hasn't changed in years. All right, good. Really? One, two, three, four. Yeah, <laughs> you would think that it would be a little more complicated than that. Walking onto Ron White's bus. Oh my God, the smell on the smell on oh, this bus. Oh, here's Dave Little. What's up, Dave Little? We're podcasting, Dave Little. You want to say hi, Dave say Little? Hi, Dave. Dave is a comedian from Dallas, Texas, who I've also known for at least thirty years. I don't think thirty. Twenty? I don't. Is it okay for Vic to be wrong in this podcast? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, everybody listens to it knows I'm constantly wrong. Are we doing yes and? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and it's been great. Question mark? How long have you known Vic? Uh, probably 20, for sure. I know we worked together a long time. Uh, one of my favorite memories. Yeah, I, I, I want Vic. a good Vic Henry story. Uh, well, I don't know if you, you know he has brothers that played football of at course. Auburn. Of course. Yeah, that's... He brings that up every. A, I don't think there's a person alive that doesn't know that. <laughs> I think we uh, working in uh, in Chicago at one of the Funny Bones, maybe Naperville or Schomburg suburbs. And I know we uh, walked to a mall once, and it was a, about a mile walk. And man, I, I learned everything I needed to know about Vic. <laughs> and and less. First day. First, first day. day. First day. First Ten minutes. All it took was the walk to the mall and back. Yeah. And he had, he knows everything you ever need to know about. The him. only opening you need with Vic is to go, hey. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're best friends right yeah and then an hour later you might be able to talk again an hour if you're lucky if you're lucky yeah is. sometimes he'll come home with you <laughs> hey honey guess who's here is it henley again yeah but not the good one it's not terry or mike no it's vic, uh, it's, vic. it's vic yeah damn i love vic and i'm i'm not i'm not uh, I'm not ashamed to say it to the two listeners. <laughs> Dennis is the bus driver. Dennis Thigpen. Aren't you supposed to be sleeping, Dennis? How you doing, man? That's <laughs> no, I'm going to be sleeping at probably the same time you are tonight. Uh, okay. No, we, I, we, I, we drive tomorrow about 11 o'clock. Yeah, the only... No, I know you guys got an easy ride, but that's the thing about, like... If I was yeah, on, most of the time, bus driver sleeping while during the show. Yeah, that's what I would assume. Because, he, just, he just giving us a break tonight. Right. See, I can't sleep on a bus. Because I just assume in my head, I'm thinking that the bus is 
The bus driver's asleep, and now we're careening over the side of a fucking mountain. <laughs> I, I have problems, bro. You know, a few times I felt the same way myself, you know. But, uh... You just got to figure it out. So while uh, while he's doing his thing, you, you're sleeping because in the middle of the night you guys are driving, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We kind of get kind of get accustomed to it. You right. Know? It's uh, we drive a lot of miles. Yeah. No, you're a professional. I just know I wouldn't be able to sleep. Ah, uh, you know, we we laugh and carry on. By the time we finish, we're all pretty tired. Right. <laughs> so it's easy for us to go to bed. Yeah. And then when he's got a long drive, he'll. He monitors himself correctly. Yeah, no, I would imagine he does. I think it, it goes back to when I was going to Geneseo College. I fell asleep in the back seat while they were driving me on icy roads to Geneseo, and my dad didn't handle the road properly, so we did a 360 into the into the ditch. Right. Well, that could be bad. Huh? <laughs> that could be bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I woke up horrified. My mom's screaming bloody murder, right? I, she looks at me in the back seat and she goes, man, Greg, you look like shit. And I go, I thought we were going over the side of a mountain. Of course I look like shit right now. And then we, we were able to push the car out. And I think that's the reason why I can't sleep in cars or buses or planes. None of that. This couch right here, I've not even gotten in the bunk before. I've just laid right. This is a great couch. I've dozed off right here a million times. Over. Yeah. Pat likes to sleep on here, too. Yeah, this bus is gorgeous, by the way. Custom made, obviously. Yes, if, uh, Pat's one who done it. Yeah, Pat yeah I know. Tour manager. Pat's one who done it. Yeah, he done a good job at it. Yeah. Didn't they? What happened with the the? I wasn't here, but Dennis and Ron. It was just the two of y'all, and some a hydraulic uh, a hose or something came off, and they were out there trying to fix. Oh it. gosh. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it just involved the line. What was it? Uh, it was, they, they, Man, you caught me off guard. <laughs> uh, they needed lube. Yeah, I told him to give me some. I told him to give me some Vaseline. I needed something to get this thing down in this hole. And he and he had uh, what was that? He, he had, had lube. Uh, he had, oh, lube. had actual lube. Yeah, he had yeah. lube. Wait, you and that's what the tour bus with I, I get put, put something on my finger. That's the only thing I can get in there. <laughs> and he just get, put up get a gob on my finger. We showed up a couple days yeah, later. I forgot about because that. Because if That's you would have if you if anybody would have been eavesdropping, all they'd yeah. seen was two middle-aged men going, "I need more lube on my pinky." I, I was need... up in the motor. He's and all the only thing I did, I pulled my hand out, put some on little finger. <laughs> oh my god! Sounds like you guys have a good time, man. Yeah, I was singing and dancing. We yeah. played the. We played the music so loud when uh, these speakers that are mounted in the ceiling, Ron actually blew one of them down. Oh, I can imagine. We, it, but then and Pat fixed it immediately. Right. <laughs> but but it gets loud, and we drink tequila and sing songs. And there's Mustard over there. Mustard was shitting on the floor earlier. He tried to. I caught him. Yeah. Oh, he got a nugget out. We played with him a lot before the show started. We were out here a fair amount. I gave him a good old... You know, he just forced. He tried to force Opie into playing, uh, and he wouldn't have it. Well, I'm. Uh, He's allergic. I'm very allergic to dogs and apples. If you need to know, apples. Yeah. <laughs> apples and dogs. Apples and dogs. And have a weird combo. Well, I finally went to an allergist, and I go, all right. So, what am I allergic to? Because I had problems for years until I figured we got it out. And uh, there you go. And then the, the allergist goes, you're allergic to uh, trees and grass. I'm like, okay, what kind of trees and grass? He goes, did you hear me? <laughs> you're allergic to trees and grass. So you know how I love Central Park? I can't lay in the fucking grass. Oh, I so I got to just walk on the concrete. So we're, we're in the middle of Dave's son, Dave's little son, got a scholarship to Alabama. Really? I'm on the I'm, I'm between two Alabama fuckers. Hey, he's a, he's, I, you know, he's I, yeah. an Alabama fucker. We keep it, we keep it classy. 
And you can't blame. You can't claim. Well, yeah, I can't blame anyone. Your son gets a scholarship. I don't care where it is. A scholarship he, for what? Full ride. Academics. Actually, made good grades. Which full. means he just knew numbers <laughs> for Alabama. But that's all right. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Yeah, he knew all his numbers and most of his letters. All right, there you go. As long as you don't have to pay for the college. No, well, you have to pay for. I had to pay for uh, a little bit, but yeah. you know, when your money goes there, you kind of root for him. So. Yeah. My oldest son went to Alabama. My youngest son went to Texas. So finally, they're kind of good. But the four years my oldest son went to te- uh, Alabama, two national championships. Right. The four years my youngest son went to Texas, four wins. So that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. So that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> that's Are you making a drink, Dennis? What are you having? I can have a little bit of that orange juice. Oh, no, you're not. Um, okay. Tequila. Tequila's up top. You know, we have some here. I'll, I'll do a little. Uh, and yeah. we got beer in the fridge? Oh, I know. We were hanging out with Ron earlier. He started early today. It was fun. What time did y'all yeah, get in? Two bottles empty. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were in last night. Yeah. So we spent like four hours at the mall. So That's You ready to go to the mall today? Yeah, we went to Elizabeth. I don't know. Yeah, Elizabeth has a mall. Right. New Jersey. So it was great. It's got. I don't know if you if you ever need luggage, <laughs> go to that fucking mall because every other store, I mean even even the Haagen Dazs store sells luggage. <laughs> I find odd. Just a little tote bag. It's a little overnighter. Oh God, do I hate yeah, malls? Pat bought some uh, jeans. I bought some boots. Show him these boots. He bought these killer Doc Martens. Well, I have. Hey, a... Come back to my bunk. Yeah, go follow follow Dave back to the bunk. Well, I, I just I, I, okay. I guess I could do that. Look at it. He's not trying to trap you. No. Look at well, these bars. Actually, I'm, I'm, in, I'm on the bottom bunk. Which one is Vic? Vic is up here when I move his shit. Yeah. But, Vic, yeah. But look, these are Doc oh, Martens. Like Doc Martens for like 55 bucks. That, they're they're really nice, man. I mean, I only got one. Right. I only got one, but I think the other one is uh, 107. Is that the signing of the Declaration of Independence yeah. on the side of the shoe? Uh, I don't know. If, uh, yeah, these are our Maybe. four mothers. Yeah, I see right that. There. That's nice, gorgeous. Right? That's perfect yeah, for the so podcast. Nice visual for the podcast. Thanks, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank They're you. really good looking. They have some sort of Renaissance painting on the side. I, I think or it's the signing of the Declaration. Oh, is, of is it the signing of the Declaration? Yeah, what? if you're going to be guessing. in Elizabeth, New Jersey, it's good to have a sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really the only way to spend it. And there's some tequila right there. Thank you, Dave. I'm going to pour one. I'm going to pour one. I know where everything is, Dave. Yes, absolutely. Unfortunately, your your work is over and others have to do. Dave has stuff to do. Dave's got to handle the meet and greet. How many we got tonight, Dave? We've got about 40. All right. Oh, nice. Pretty good. Yeah, that's good. good. Catch a little bit of that. We'll get some of that. Yeah, we'll do that. We're yeah, gonna have a. Why not? We're gonna have a little tequila now. Yeah, Dave, nice we're talking to you, buddy. The night here, and uh, so who knows what'll happen? All right. Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> when Dave Little's in charge, all we do is try to get him late. <laughs> How's that working? <laughs> that, we're over. We're over. Uh, over. Not, not we. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you said we are over. He's like, no, me. I'm over. Just a little bit. I got to drive. There you go. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. That is uh, cheers, Vic, and c- congratulations on a great set. Oh, man. Thanks so much. For thanks real, for, man. Thanks Your for taxiing me down. Of course. Well, absolutely perfect. Of course. I'd have been on the train with all the savages, <laughs> all the regular civilians. Ah, that is good. Yep. No, you can bring anybody on the bus you want. You can do it here. This is your green room. You, you Beautiful. Them, you know, have a beer, get a and, drink. And we just slammed the door of Ron White's tour bus. And I'm locking it up. You're locking it up. 
That's all it is, right? Down. You push the right two buttons and it closes. So you just have complete access to his bus when you're on tour with him? Well, like I was telling you, he says this is it is his bus and everything, but whenever we're all working together, we've all been friends for so long, this is our green room. This is our mobile, right. rolling, <laughs> really nice, deluxe, super killer green room. And, and so everybody's encouraged to... You know, I can bring friends on. Me and you are on there. If, if he walked off the stage and saw me and you sitting there for two hours smoking his weed and drinking his liquor, he's like, I'm late. <laughs> he would just be happy that, that we got to go have fun. Right, so, right on, Like I said, that's what he calls it, his, his, his very, very nice green room. What a fucking life, man. And he doesn't even take the, the hotel room. Some of the gigs, especially like a casino, they just, you know, they'll volunteer you their nicest room. Yeah. And he just he just goes right back on the bus. And you can see why. That bus he, is gorgeous. He's got his own suite back there with a yeah. full on, I said, a shower that a New Yorker would kill for in their apartment. Absolutely. And he's got his golf clubs underneath. So if he's in a town that has a good golf course, he's playing golf during the day. I mean, you know, where you're sleeping is a little tight. That is a little tight. The bunks are tight. But like any bunk bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, but it's got its own... It's got its own uh, video, audio, and heating and air conditioning. Just so, like if you're on JetBlue, you get every yes, channel as you're yeah. driving down the highway? Absolutely. Totally. And so you just sit there, you hit that button, the little screen falls down. You sit there and make sure your temperature is good. Right. You just roll on down hey, the man. highway, and the next thing you know, we wake up in a different town. Right? Beautiful. It's like getting FedExed as a human. Right. You don't mind if we uh, ride the elevator with you? Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, we're going up to four. Yeah. Did you lose somebody? <laughs> it's easy to get lost in New Brunswick. <laughs> Mentally and physically. <laughs> uh, that's why you're a comedian. Have a good have, night. Have a good night. All right, guys. <laughs> Did you hear what she said? No. The funny part was that. Now, this, I'm not, I'm not being mean. Okay. How old do you think that woman was right there? 85. Okay, and did you hear what she said to him? Where's mama and daddy? What? Yeah, so that must be her brother. And and he said they didn't feel like walking right now. So I'm assuming when we leave here, we're going to pass too open. But this lady was that old and went, where's mama and daddy? <laughs> so on our way out, we will see who mama and daddy is. I'm we assuming. might see two people that are over 100 years old. This could be. I, wouldn't you guess she was like 80? I would I'd say at least 75. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Not, and not, again, not in a disparaging way. Right, right. <laughs> but just when I heard, where's mama and daddy? <laughs> or she, I mean, I don't want to like. We passed it. I don't want to make fun, but she might have the dementia too, though. Okay, that could be, yeah, more of a, that was more of a, like one of those. Right. Where, where's mama and daddy? Right, right. <laughs> just it's one of those instead. All right. Fair enough. One of the jobs as the opening act is to make sure that there's at least one after-show joint ready at all times. Oh, <laughs> and that's your job. And, well, it's not, but sometimes there is, sometimes there's not, but I always check. All right. I've got one in my pocket just in case we're out. And that's why we're back in your room to that's get the... I'm back in the room. Had to come back for the goodies. Okay. Now we're getting the goodies. Just kind of wandering around with Vic Kenley as he uh, tours with Ron White. I'm going to leave, and you're going to jump on that tour bus and head to that next city, man. Well, tonight we're going to roll here. You might, you might, he'll, he'll try to get you to go to food with us later, I'm sure, if you don't have to get on the road. But I'm sure there'll be a little, little after food and then a little after party party. Okay. And then we sleep here tonight. Okay. And then wake up tomorrow. We don't leave tomorrow till about 11. If he breaks out the edibles, then i got to call my wife. They're about, coming. Uh, They're here. They're here somewhere. Uh, yeah, have you I'm had, staying in New Brunswick. <laughs> have you had the blueberries? Those chocolate-covered no. blueberries? Oh, I remember him talking about the they're blueberries so on, on the old radio show. Yes, his, his, 
He even told his well, edibles aren't supposed to be so good because that'll make you take more. No, oh, okay. Well, it's you know, I'm, I'm I like chocolate. It's hard for me to forget that they're not candy. Exactly. Yeah, and you would get in a lot of trouble. Exactly. But uh, I think even his mom admitted when she did the show yeah. with us once that she, she's 85 and sometimes right before bedtime and she thinks it might be a hard night to sleep. Right. Blueberry. I see nothing wrong with that. I think it's great. I think the older you get, the more drugs you should get into. Oh hell yeah! Why not? Yeah, is that, that's that's why I always loved Alan, Alan, uh, Alan Arkin's character in Little Miss Sunshine because yeah. he just decided to do heroin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's been the oldest bit forever, and they finally put it in a they movie. Finally put, right? Because yeah. I always yes. said too, like you know, by the time I hit seventy five. That's when I'm going to start my heroin addiction. That was perfect. And why then, not? Oh, everybody had heard that. You're right, though. Well, why never, not at that I point, think so. right? I think he was also in the film. He'd been diagnosed with something. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I know. So it didn't really matter. No, but I would just do it for recre- recreational purposes. All right. I'm good. Uh, yeah, but those edibles, man. Did you ever do mushrooms back in the day? Oh, I did mushrooms with Ron three, four years ago in Cleveland. <laughs> you were going to say three or four hours no, ago. No, no, three or four <laughs> years ago. But I didn't even know what we were doing. We were leaving. We went to see Dom Herrera. Right. We were doing a show at the State Theater in Cleveland, and we knew Dom was right around the corner. Okay. And so, and he has a he has like a 12 o'clock show. It's a Saturday night. Yeah. So, I see Ron fooling around with something. I couldn't tell. it. I thought, if you see somebody in a bag, yeah, I just assume it's weed. Yeah. And he's doing something, doing something. And I walk back there and go, what are you doing? All of a sudden, he just grabbed a handful and just stuck it right in my mouth. No. And I didn't even be asking. And, you know, those are nasty. They don't really taste. And well, I was like, oh, oh, give me a warning next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know, give me a water or something. No, that's why I was bringing it up. Because with edibles, like you just said, they're too tasty and you, you could easily do too much. Yes. You never do too never. much of the mushrooms because no. they taste so horrible. Ass. Ass. I haven't done horrible. that in easily 20 years. I used to – we used to take mushrooms and go to the jazz festival in Rochester. That sounds wonderful. It was amazing. <laughs> that sounds really And good. we would put it in cheese sandwiches. We were so lame. Sure. We couldn't even like pump up our sandwich. So the cheese with the mushrooms, it was terrible. No, still never good. And I remember just, like, just sort of tripping on the lawn uh, up there in Rochester at a jazz festival. And I remember these people were talking. And I go to my friend. Uh, oh, he doesn't want his name. Uh, he's, 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 Whatever. He's very corporate these okay. days. I just All protected right. myself. There you go. And nice I go, save. Nice save. Kick saving the beauty. Yeah, I go, hey, uh-uh, tell those fucking guys to shut the fuck up. Because they were loud. Like really loud. He turns around and he goes, uh, there's no one behind us. <laughs> what I was hearing were, no joke, people that were way at the top of the hill because it was a jazz festival. It wasn't a lot of people so like there at this point. Kind of thing, yeah, maybe. but they were way up on the right. hill. I thought they were right yeah, behind not me. in your mind. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then I remember hearing individual raindrops oh, hitting the blades of grass. And I'm like... Oh wow! But but it scared me too much. I I, I didn't go down that. That's road the last too many time times. I did it. It was it was fun. We we. But then Ron, Ron, who's full on killing it. I, I go in and sit down on the side and get a drink at Hilarities in Cleveland. Yeah. Ron gets the owner to take him around to the back. So while Dom's on stage, Ron just walks out behind me. <laughs> Onto the stage, and Dom doesn't know. You you have to do a double take because he's Ron's a big fella. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and, and he's. Tripping on shrimp. <laughs> I want to go back and say hello. We're like, he's on stage already. You say hello at the end. I want to do it now. Go right ahead. I'm sitting here. And so, oh, my God. So he just walked out there with a, with a tequila in hand. Right, right. And, and, you know, and Dom turns around. And all of a sudden, when Dom saw his hand, oh, and they're like a big hug. And well, Dom is da, 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 he's, he's a veteran. Guy. He's a champ and a yeah, pro. He, he can figure out all that stuff. And so, so. But, he's like, but he stood there. It took a few minutes before Dom finally had to go, uh, 
all right, fucker, get out. <laughs> right. I've I got, got another. I'm, I'm actually doing something here. <laughs> You're off work now. I'm not. It went from fun to. <laughs> Did you go? Uh, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, go sit down. I got <laughs> right. another 30 minutes <laughs> right, here. Right, right. This, we're not Laurel and Hardy. I ain't a goddamn double act, you know. And then we went out in the audience, and guess who was sitting there? Huh. Bobby Slayton. Oh, really? And, and his lovely wife, who, who no past. Yes, yeah, but, no. but there they are. Same thing. We were at the State Theater, Ron and I were. Slayton was at one comedy club. He might have been at the Improv. And Dom was at Hilarities. And then we all, since we didn't have the late show, all great minds think alike, let's go see Dom. He's right. a legend. you got to see Dom. Of course. And then, so then we showed up and had a blast and hung out on it. I feel, that, was, that was my last month. I, I feel bad at the... Uh that my my uh, fans booed Don Marrera in Philly. Oh, was that part of the the Bill the Burr thing? Yeah, that same night they booed Don Marrera. They then they booed right. Jimmy Schubert or vice versa. And Who's then, also fucking great. Yeah, and and Brother Weeze to this day talks to me about. It. I'm like, I think it's hilarious because I know those guys can handle it. Oh sure, you know what I mean. Right. But our, our crowd back in the day, they weren't having it. If you weren't like a a, a, a big part of the radio show, they just decided. To eat Fucking, you alive. Yeah, we're going to eat you alive, exactly. And then Bill Burr saw those two guys getting booed. And I've told this a, no, a few times, right. but I was on the side of the stage, and I remember Bill Burr going, they ain't fucking doing that to me. <laughs> and then the rest is history, yeah, man. Right. Absolutely. He turned that ho- They started booing him because Bill Burr wasn't a big part of the ONA audience yet. He was just coming up uh, yep. on the show. And uh, long story short, they decide they're going to boo him as well. And Bill... Just attacked, and by the time it was over, I, I, like I said, I've, I've told this a couple times now, but they gave him a standing ovation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Weiss this day feels bad that Dom Herrera got booed. I'm like, he's, he's a legend. He's a legend, and it wouldn't he, bother him. Of course, yeah. he's fucking funny, and uh, you know, I think it's hilarious just because he was in that position <laughs> for a night. You don't see, yeah, that hardly ever. And again, it was especially if. 99, if a thousand shows, and this doesn't even happen but one, so right, you're right. 9.99 and one. Yeah, yeah. After this many years in the business, you know. Yeah, and course. it's not going to bother you. He nah. wouldn't care one bit. He was he was happy to see us. He he we hung out. It was a really good night. They kept the club open late for us. And oh, beautiful. They ran everybody out, and then like the the manager guy was making us all martinis and everything. We were all just hanging. And so even Slayton was in a good mood. <laughs> Oh, I love Slayton. <laughs> I do too. It was really Slayton's the bit, the man. Somewhere in there, Ron ate more mushrooms than ever. But somewhere in the middle of the night, he thought Slayton had said something mean to me. And so for about just just ninety seconds, I was like, "I don't think you know who you're goddamn talking to." And Bobby's like, "What? It's my goddamn what the fuck?" And, and Slayton, goes, "I love Anthony. What are you talking?" And Slayton immediately just repeated what he was trying to say. Yeah. Then. And Ron goes, "Oh." I, that ain't what I thought you said. <laughs> and then, then there was like a quick hug out, and then right back. And that was it. Yeah, they were right back. But, but for a second, he just caught a part of something and turned around. And, Wait a goddamn second! I'm like, oh god. Sounds like you guys have a great time on tour. It's a lot of it's it's exhausting, but it's really fun. Your right. sides hurt from laughing. You get paid to hang out with your friends. I know man. it's ridiculous, right? All right, let's. Uh, we're let's back to the we lobby. Can find Mama and Daddy. Yeah, I want to see if there's Mama and Daddy. Uh, he to come down and got him somehow. It's a very empty lobby yes, here. Down here. Now, where are we going? We're we going back into the State Theater? Are we going back on the bus? What Either are we doing? One, whatever you want to do. I, 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 he's got I'm a, following you. I don't he's care. Got, let me see what time it is. He's probably got another. There's a meet and greet after the show. Right. And uh, and the bus is right out front. Oh, okay. He'll be getting off soon. So we'll go over here. Okay. And then we'll hang, uh, we'll hang in the green room here with him. Maybe get a little, a little taste. A little taste of the Tater Man. Right. Uh, so he chills for a second while we get the meet and greet going. Okay. So uh, 
All right, we're going to head back into the State Theater. Uh, Joey, do some kind of, I don't know. Wrap uh, it up. No, no it's not, not wrap it up. <laughs> Take us out. Quick break. Do you get the idea that nobody's actually watching Ron White do his thing? That's my observation. But hey, we're podcasting. Greg, let's make a little cash to feed that gas guzzler of yours for your trip back home later. Yay, I get to talk about Quip. If you know anything about me and Quip, I got a Quip electric toothbrush before they started advertising on the OP Radio podcast, and then it was a coincidence that they decided to advertise on the podcast. So I love these guys, and I love my Quip. I love the design of it. It's sleek. The carrying case is cool. You don't have a big uh, plug where you have to plug in your electric toothbrush to charge it up. It has a uh, just a just a one little AAA battery. That's it. And so you just change out the battery and you're good to go. And uh, for the ladies, <laughs> <laughs> I think you could get something done with this toothbrush. I don't know if they want me to talk about this, but you got to see the shape of it. It's really smooth, man. Really smooth, like like the ocean has has smoothed it just right for your pleasure. Uh, and the other cool thing about Quip is they they give you new brush heads in the mail. And the other thing I really like about Quip is the fact that it times out your uh, your brushing. You know, most of us think that uh, we're brushing our teeth for two minutes. Uh-uh, wrong. Maybe thirty to forty five seconds tops. Uh, tops. But with this timer thing where every 30 seconds it pulsates so you know you have to move it to another part of your mouth, you know, you got four 30-second intervals. So, you, you know, you, you do the math and figure out how you want to use your intervals. Uh, but this is what I want to say about Quip this time around. I went to the dentist, Mikey, mm-hmm. and I usually get my teeth cleaned uh, every six months. Older guy, I want to make sure I could keep my teeth. Of course. So I'm a little paranoid, so I go in for cleanings a little more uh, frequently. So uh, it's been a year, and they look at me like, uh, you haven't been in here in like 13 months. I'm like, this is going to be a shit show. This is going to be horrible, right? I'm thinking I'm just going to be spitting up all sorts of, you know what you spit up when you get your teeth cleaned. So I was really worried about it. So uh, long story short, after my cleaning, they look at me and they're like, what, are you, what have you been doing differently? We, you know, I thought it was going to be bad too. I'm like, it wasn't bad. They're like, not at all. The only thing that has changed since uh, my last cleaning was the Quip toothbrush. If that's not an endorsement, and it probably is because I, I'm keeping that damn toothbrush in my mouth longer because, you know, the, they time you for the two minutes. So they go, what have you, what, what have you been doing uh, differently? Are you flossing? I'm like, yeah, but even I was, I was slacking on the flossing even. I'm like, ah, you know, I got the I got the Quip toothbrush, and they're dentists, so they understand. They're like, oh, a lot of people are talking about that Quip, and yeah, we're here, and it does a good job. That is a true story, my friends. All right. And then it says on the copy, say what you love about Quip. I didn't even look at the copy. I don't need to look at your dumb copy. But that's why I love uh, Quip and why over one million happy, healthy mouths do too. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to get Quip. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Opie right now. You can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash Opie. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Opie. If you get a Quip, I don't know if I explained it earlier, but every three months without thinking about it, they they uh, mail you a, a, a new brush head. So, you know, that's important, too, to change that, that out. So, all right, go to getquip.com slash Opie. Thank you, Quip. What's up, Manscaped? How are you, buddy? 
Or do you think there's a bunch of ladies that uh, run the company? Do you know, Mike? Is it ladies or is it men that are running the Manscaped company? I got my lawnmower in the mail, boys and gals. Thank you. Oh, my God. I love Manscaped. Taming the briar patch, mowing the lawn, or trimming Yeti, whatever you call it, it's about time we talked about manscaping. Guys, you manscape, right? Mike, you manscape. Of course. What kind of uh, what kind of design you go for? You, are you like bald down there? You do a little heart for the missus? All bald. You go all bald. I got to go bald. You're an animal. <laughs> Mike's an animal. Uh, you know, keep things trimmed and fresh below the waist. Nine out of ten women of all ages prefer their guy manscaped, but you got to have the right tools for the jewels or you'll look like you used a machete. Uh, you get those nicks there, uh, Mike Gay? No, I got to be very smooth. I'm good. All right. That means you got the Manscaped because they have figured out how to do this properly. Uh, pop over to Manscaped.com and check out their perfect package. Oh, not that perfect package. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. That was a smash hit on Shark Tank. It features the lawnmower. I just got the lawnmower in the mail. Thank you very much. A precision trimmer engineered for below-the-waist grooming. It's skin-safe technology means no more accidental nicks and burns. Check out the lawnmower and the amazing grooming and hygiene products that come with your perfect package. What's that saying? Uh, trim the shrubs and the tree stands taller. Yo, Mikey, does your piece look bigger? It definitely does. <laughs> I don't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> but I do care if uh, people are using Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping today. Visit Manscaped. Let me spell that out. M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Manscaped.com. Use promo code OP, O-P-I-E. Again, use promo code OP at Manscaped. M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Manscaped.com. OB Radio. This is my friend Greg. He's What's up, Jesse? How are you, buddy? Jesse. You are Josh. Josh. Hey, Josh. We're podcasting. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That midget yeah. joke was... Wait, retell the midget joke. Well, I'm not retelling it. It's, it's, <laughs> Please, I missed it. You uh, tell her like it's, it's a long story. It's it's too long. It, it, it is. It's a phenomenal. I can give you the short version. Yeah, let's do the short version. I can give you the the short version. Backstage well, the, at the, no, the State Theater. The short version, because this really did happen. Okay. So at the Comedy Store in London, which okay. is a 500 seat theater, uh-huh. you get five acts. Everybody does 20 minutes, uh-huh. and the first guy's on, and we're the, the green room and the dressing room are connected right to the stage. So you walk through two double doors and through a curtain, and you're on the stage. So the first dude's on his packed house. Everything's going great. He's about 15 minutes into his 20. And all we're hearing is through the wall and the door is, ah, you know, just dying, laughing, like tonight here. And all of a sudden, it goes dead quiet. So we all start screwing around. Like, What's going on? You can open these two doors, and because the curtain goes across, the audience can't see that we're listening and, and peeping. And so he had told a story or a joke. He used the word midget. In the story, and which is wrong, you're supposed to say little people. And, uh, and so, no, Brad Williams said you could use midget. Brad Williams did. Who is a midget? He gave us permission. He gave us permission to say it. He said yeah. that all these people that think it's too tight ass you that they're just a bunch of dicks. And and here's a little person in themselves saying it's okay. Say midget all you want. I don't care if somebody tells you that they're just kind of telling you that they're a dick. Mm-hmm. And so so, but it's it's getting <laughs> tense and weird. And the lady's left her seat and she's working her way forward and she's going, it's not midget, it's little person, and I'm a little person, and you're using a bigoted, prejudicial term. And she's like screaming at me, and the whole audience is just frozen. It's dead quiet. You could hear a pin drop. And he keeps going with it for a little bit longer because he doesn't believe it really is. He thinks it's just a drunk fucking with him. 
And so he's got the hands up to see over the stage lights to look to see, but it isn't. It's her. She's out of her seat. She's working her way forward. And she's continuing to hammer me. She goes, and I came here because it's my birthday. And they said, we should go to the comedy store and get a big group, and there's a limo, and there's like 15 of us, and this was really, really good till you started saying this horrible shit, and now you're ruining my birthday. And again, it's just awkward. The Brits are staring at the floor. They all got their phones out. It's totally weird. When she says it's her birthday, he just dives in, happy birthday. <laughs> Right? And all 500 people start singing with him. It broke the ice. It went from dead, quiet, weird awkwardness to 500 people singing happy birthday to the lady. So we're pissing our pants in the green room laughing, you know, and we're like, man, he pulled that out of his ass. That's a nice save. That's a nice save. And then one of the other comics goes, I don't remember him getting her name anywhere in that entire exchange. And they get to the part of the song and they're like, happy birthday, dear. And all 500 people go, midget. <laughs> And I never do my act in a fucking hall. Oh, stop. It's pretty. You fucking lured me. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a true that's story. Amazing. That's a true story. Look, they loved complete. it. She no, loved it. I know Jason. I know, I know <laughs> Jason. It's a phenomenal. It's, an, it's in a book. It's in a book. There's a story called I Killed. in the hallway, that's stealable. <laughs> Pat is correct on that. Pat is correct. Only when it's done on stage, you can't steal it. We just made him do his act in the hallway. Wait, why? 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 I don't know why you're so happy to see. No offense, because I just met you. No, no, but Ron met. When did you guys meet? About three years ago on an airplane ride. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and your name's uh, Jesse? Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. in my phone as Jesse slash Canadian. Because <laughs> he was teasing me last time yeah. we were He goes, you don't remember me. I'm like, you're in my phone. Look right there. Jesse Canadian. <laughs> Jesse so Canadian. you met Ron White on a plane and then yeah. you guys became instant uh, friends? Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's a bit of a story. I don't know if I should tell it for well, it FAA rules guy, and things but, like that. But but Ron and I well, met tell on it it's so many years ago at this point, right? It's not like anyone's recording this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're recording, but it's not like anyone's listening to this. So, so I work for a fintech company. I don't know if that's the best way of going about things. But I will tell you the story of how Ron and I met. As long as I get some royalties out of it. <laughs> okay. We'll give you a mattress. Yeah. Yeah, like two cents so I got on a plane in Vegas. I booked it because it was the only business class flight back to New York from Vegas. So I was going through L.A. and then back to New York. So I got on the plane. I'm one of the last people on there. I'm in first class. All of a sudden this guy gets on with wild hair wild ex like texan accent he's like oh, blah, blah, blah. i'll see if my bag fits up here blah 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 and, and he sits down on the plane and he's like i think that's my seat there and so he's sitting next to me and i'm like oh yeah cool you know how's it going he's like oh well you know fucking weekend in vegas and i was like well yeah right on me too i'm coming back from a business conference and He's like, wow. He's like, yeah, I was playing golf out here, having a friend's birthday, blah, blah, blah. And oh, it was Madigan's birthday, flight, Yeah, I it was Madigan's it birthday. It was Madigan's, yeah. And he was out there with Lewis Black. I was there, too. I was there. He was out said, there yeah. with Lewis Black. Absolutely. And that, that was when they decided to come up with the run for president against Trump. Uh, yep. Yeah. The black and white party. <laughs> and so, so he gets on the plane, and he's like, the flight attendant comes up, and she's like, can I get you anything? She obviously knew who he was. And he's like, well, 
I could take a fucking bong hit. <laughs> to the flight attendants. And I'm sitting next to him. I'm sitting next to him. I'm like, eh, right on. And I had some edibles in my bag, obviously. And uh, so I'm sitting next to him, and he's like, he, he smiles at her, and she's like, well, I can't do that. And he's like, well, we're leaving Vegas on that day. Anything's possible. And uh, so she laughs, and she's like, well, no, I can't do that, but do you want anything to drink? And he's like, yeah, I'll take a shot of tequila. So he looks at me, and I'm like, how's it going? And we started talking, and I didn't recognize who he was at the time because I had watched the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, like, a decade before. Okay. Didn't really... Yeah, I've been working on startups for the last... 20 yeah. years. Yeah, when so. he's not in New Brunswick, he's in like Istanbul. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Mumbai. Yeah. Mumbai. Yeah. And so, uh, and so, so we started talking and we were going back and forth. And I was like, So, where do you live? He's like, Oh, I'm going home to California. And I was like, Oh, right on. You know, what do you do? He's like, Well, I'm a performer. And I was like, Oh, yeah, cool. And yeah, he's like, I was like, do you, do you always spend your time in California? He's like, Oh, no, I have two houses, one in Atlanta and one in California, because I, you know, we travel a lot. Is his other house still in Atlanta? Oh, he just sold it. He sold it. It was it, on yeah. a golf course. It was beautiful. It was amazing. And uh, just so, California now. And yeah. so, so. And Austin. No, he, he, uh, he no, came halfway across. Now he's in Austin. He's Austin yeah. and still at uh, Austin. Yeah, house is it's really nice. Looking, yeah. By the way. He, he's going to renovate the penthouse of this condo. And so, so he's like, So I do these dual, these dual things. And and so I'm, I'm sitting there and I look and I'm like, wait a fuck a minute, you run white? <laughs> <laughs> no fooling this guy. <laughs> Don't fool this guy. We're made. Like, he's Canadian. He's a hockey goalie. This, was, this was two hours into the flight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vegas to LA, so can't be that far. Fair enough. Fair enough. He corrected. Or you can just go with the joke. let's keep it accurate. I was like, I was like, are you fucking run away? He's like, yeah. And I was like, right on, right? And so we take off and we're up at whatever thousand feet and she comes back around again. Can I get anything wrong right away? A bong hit would be great. So <laughs> <laughs> same thing again. <laughs> and she laughs and you know, take a tequila and and uh and so then we're talking we're talking about his house that he had upgraded, he put in all these fucking like blinds and all that sort of shit and and so then he's like, So what do you do? And I was like, So have you ever heard of Bitcoin? And I explained Bitcoin and blockchain should we do in, in different parts of the world around this kind of stuff. And he's like, who in the fuck are you? He's like, <laughs> he's like, I have not ever heard a single goddamn word of what you have ever just said to me in my life. And I was like, well, uh. And he's like, so I'm running for president. <laughs> what because this man. was, this right, was right, back right. when the yeah. Trump thing. He's like, I'm running for president. And he's like. I want you to be my technology advisor. <laughs> and he's, I was like, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, anytime. Promises. Promises. 
Ron, I'm just actually so, telling the, the, he's, he's, he's the time when we met. When, when, when we met on the plane. Yeah, we, you were, uh, not, you were asking for it. a bong hit. This story <laughs> is sexy, too. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I, I explained Bitcoin to you, and you were like, I have not just heard a single word of anything you just goddamn said to me in my life. I don't even remember. I, you know what? I, I've never really, other than that girlfriend that was telling you the story about yeah. going to uh, Nantucket, yeah. they're the only two people I've ever met on a plane I've stayed in contact with for years and fucking years. And, uh, and they're and, both worth it. And both of them are worth it, yes. Absolutely But did you are. really try to get a bong hit done on a plane? I was, oh, no. You don't, I was, don't know, you don't know the rest of the story. Oh, hey. Oh. We were sitting there hitting a vape pen and some real... <laughs> A so, real, you know, so, so we're sitting there, sounding nice, so we're you know? sitting there, and Ron keeps asking for a bong hit, and I was like, I was like, well, you know, Ron, if you want, I got some edibles in my bag, and he's like, no, I got us covered, and he pulls out a vape pen. Holy shit. And so he starts hitting the vape pen on the plane. And the people across the way are blowing it into a pillow. Taking every precaution that a man can take. are looking at us. And then Ron hands it to me and he's like, Do you want to hit on this? And I'm like, I'm doing the math in my head like George Costanza and Seinfeld. I'm like, Well, Puerto Rican waitress, whenever I'm ever going to fly it in first class to, the, to Los Angeles and get in the smoke pot with Ron White. I was like, you take the pen. That's true. And there's a pen. And that and that was what it was. Cause and then the funniest part was so I gave Ron my card and was like, Yeah, famous dude, never gonna fucking contact me, blah blah blah. The next day he calls me, he's like, Hey, I'm gonna be in New York next week. Let's hang out. That's cool. Yeah, man. right. And we've been hanging. Why not? And so, you've been hanging ever since. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, is that alcohol or just water? Uh, that'd be uh, number one tequila. Number one. You can get a tater uh, tequila. Thank you very much. We were drinking more of that on your bus. I hope you don't mind. No, yeah, no, we got plenty. We got. Uh, yeah. If the whole company goes out of business tomorrow, <laughs> we got a lot of booze to drink. That's so, tequila. Uh, that, that that is phenomenal. Tequila. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. By the way, I want to making me want to get a cup. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> I want to. Let's go back to walk. Come on, yeah, back yeah, yeah. Be a red sun right. cup right here. Following, uh, where, where are we I'm going now? Story. Where are we? I want it. Actually, you know what? There, I can't say this. There's an agent that I know in LA, okay, a time comedy agent. Okay, okay, when he turned 40, we had a big lunch for him, and I was charged with going to the hustler store and finding midget porn. <laughs> you know, Ron has that in it, used to have that in his act because Ron had a joke in his show about he saw a videotape that said. Fat midgets, fucking fat midgets, two. <laughs> and he goes, right when you would think that there would ever be one, yeah. he went, there's a sequel. Right. <laughs> Apparently there were unanswered, unanswered questions. questions. There you go. <laughs> no, there is at the Hustler store in L.A. I don't know if it still exists. With us, yeah. On Sunset Boulevard, I had to go, me, and go and find midget porn. And, awesome. and you did? Hell yeah. <laughs> she had to. Well, I mean, uh, what are you going to do? It's his 40th birthday, you know? Uh, you got to do it for the 40th it's birthday, it's right, Vic? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, that's hilarious. kind of roll with it, and if something doesn't roll the way you want it to, you Okay, I went and got my bag just going. in case. Pat wasn't sure if you had some in here. That's what I do in business, right? Huh? That's what I do in business. It's like I just go. Did I ever tell you the time uh, there was a there was a, a young lady 
on the short side <laughs> that uh, she wanted to be a stripper. So back in the O&A days, you, you had to get past us, basically, right? So she comes in. She's a midget, and she wants to be a stripper. We have Colin Hanks, uh, Tom Hanks' son, and Jack Black in studio. Orange County. Yeah. It was the Orange County. Wow, you even remember around the year. And she gets on the console live on the radio show, and she starts stripping, right? We it looks so ridiculous and silly that we just started laughing our fucking asses off talking about a midget uh, trying to become a stripper if you care and so we started laughing she <laughs> covers up in the middle of this uh, of this tryout and starts crying hysterically oh, but I think we did her a favor man. <laughs> Anytime you make somebody cry, <laughs> no, it was. It They're going to look back on that and go, "Thank God for that person." <laughs> it was. It was a little person that wanted to be a stripper, so she came on our radio show and was trying out. I mean, and the scene looked so ridiculous that we trying. openly laughed. And then she felt, you, you know, terrible. Person we met. No, no. Oh boy, we met a little person at one comedy show, and she walked over and she was like. Hi, you guys look really interesting. And you were like, I think I can pick you up and spin you around. <laughs> and she looked at you. Oh, no, I'm still actually Facebook friends with her. There's nothing wrong with that. Right? But never, never, never happened. And it was all, it was all, we, we all laughed about it. It was, it was a comedy moment. That's all it is. It wasn't, it wasn't like a sexist or anything like that. No, it wasn't hateful. But, but it was pretty fucking funny and we all laughed at the moment. It was, that's the thing with it. It's like, it's always the comedic timing, right? Of course. It all comes down to timing. Yeah. So, yeah. Ron, that was a fucking set and a half. Oh, thank you. crushed it. I hope I didn't fuck up anything. How could you? I don't know. How are you fucking up anything? But I told Did you already stories. eat that lollipop, dude? You look like no, but I brought it. But you look a little, you look a little afraid. No, I'm, I'm always afraid these days, man. I'm so stressed out. It's crazy, but I'm really glad that I was able to come. I am too. It's, man. A, it's a nice, right it's a nice break. Uh, I, I was like, I was like, so Ron I was on stage, and Henley was next and so we're talking about the midget story the permission because Sean Sean Mio was um He's a British comic, and he's really funny, and he was the host that night that it happened to. And then I was going to be the next comedian on stage after that. And so when we passed each other, he leans in and goes, don't you fucking think for a second you're taking that. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm already taking it. I already said I'm already taking it. And then throughout the rest of the night, he finally said, all right, I never leave the U.K. practically. And he writes on television, so he's successful. He goes, I'll tell it in the U.K. You can tell it anywhere else you want. Beautiful. So, so, yeah, that's what I was just telling Josh. Did your act in the hallway at the state theater? I, I'm embarrassed that you... <laughs> I, I hardly ever do my act on command. It's very well, that's what makes it no, special. But, yeah, but she, she runs the place, and that's a nice lady. The lady, yeah. the lady that just told I know the hustler store story, and, and she enjoyed it. So yeah, no, it may, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's singing for your supper a little bit. That ain't but she was she was worried that she was talking about midget porn. There's porn for everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everything, yeah, yeah. everything you can imagine. Absolutely. You should have seen them. They, they told me about fake taxi. Do you know about fake taxi? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know anything. I'm, we we're on the bus one night talking, and he goes, "You don't know about fake taxi?" Yeah, but there. You got you guys like fake taxi? The the acting is terrible. I love it. It's not acting. It's real. 
that's, that's real. That's Don't fuck me up. <laughs> oh, same here. Same here. No, no, that's that's, that's been bad. Oh, it's a whole other thing. Cash cab is totally real. Cash cab is totally real. No, fake taxi. Fake taxi is a porn thing. It's a porn thing. Oh, wow. Those people need rides. I feel like people need rides. I feel so old all of a sudden because I'm like, wait, cash cab? I didn't know. I didn't know either. Believe me, we're on the bus and they between Ron, Ron and Pat and Dave, they were opening shit. They couldn't get their laptops open fast enough. Right, right. Girlfriend, that. Yeah, I like fake agent too. That's good. Oh yeah, that's oh, fake I agent. Like all that reality. Oh, I love it. I need that. I need to be like real. I need to be real. I like all that reality. Need to be real. I need to think it's real. There's fake hospital. I think I haven't it's, seen that one. There's fake hospital. Yeah. all just fake doctors. I'm not sure I buy that one as much. <laughs> Anyway, so now there's a little incentive to do it, you know. And that's fucking crazy. I love it. I think it's worth. I, I, you know, I build my day around it. <laughs> bravo, bravo. I got. I gotta go. Like I gotta go amateur. You like amateur porn, baby? Yeah, yeah. You gotta have a little. It's gotta be realistic. You gotta have gotta a little dirt. Realistic. The lighting's gotta be a little bad, right? Be That's fine with me. Maybe a missing tooth or two, something. <laughs> Whoa! But what? When? Oh, that's too far. That's too far. That's too far. Right. Check, please. My son told me this story today. It was really a huge story about the first time he took his girlfriend of years and years, Rachel, who's a vegan, to Thanksgiving. But they'd gotten. Franklin barbecue and this guy's it's the baddest barbecue in the baddest part of barbecue land and what he does is he smokes prime meats and nobody's ever done it before and it's just crazy good it, you have to stand in t- line for two hours to get a sandwich right. that's how big this guy is but you can go there if you order it and pick it up without doing that so they do that and then it's like hundreds of dollars worth of fucking meat it's expensive as shit and they have the Thanksgiving dinner and there's a bunch of it left over and, and Rachel goes well, maybe we should give all this leftovers to the homeless. And they were, and they were all like, fuck you. <laughs> this ain't going anywhere. You vegan. What I, gotta, I mean, literally, these are people that worship me. They're like, I'm going to go drop this off in a fucking street corner. Fuck you. I don't know who you think you are. We're getting the fuck. Here's what you're going to do. They didn't even give me any food. My son goes, they didn't even give me some any food to take home with because they didn't know what she was going to do with it. <laughs> Marshall. Yeah. I love Marshall. So when do okay. we all... Oh. Uh, you ready to go? Meet and greet. All right, now it's meet and greet time. This is where all the women come in and just oh, throw yeah. themselves in front of you. Crazy. That gets crazy. Now they go back on the stage. <laughs> oh, nice. And there's oh, a, yeah, they yeah. do a little half circle. And he sits on the stool. He'll tell the joke or two. Tell he can, answers questions. You can things. strip down if you want. <laughs> yes. yeah. If you feel compelled no. to get no, naked, he totally and ruined it with the whole tooth thing. The tooth thing. The tooth thing. Toothless strippers. Why would he say something? Where are you from? No, Massachusetts. And you're worried about some dental work? Yeah. Now missing teeth. What part of Massachusetts? And who is this guy? This is Josh. Yeah, friends with Jesse. He's friends with Jesse. I worked at WAAF. Oh, really? 107.3? Yeah, 107. That was Opie and Anthony. Huh? That was Opie and Anthony? This is Opie. No, no, wait. This is Opie. No, it's Opie and Anthony. This is Opie. No, it's not. <laughs> hey, are you serious? There's the big reveal. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. What's this up, man? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, God. Who's the, who's the guy I was, I was telling him about? Who's the comedian that goes on your sh- uh, used to go on your show? Ball, he's uh, really perverted. 
That's really awesome. Bald and really perverted. Oh, yeah. Help me out. Come on. I don't know. Oh, it's Black, white? Uh, he's on Open Anthony now. He has his own no, show. No, no, uh, oh, my God. Oh, Jim got, Norton. Jim Norton. Oh, Jim Norton. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Norton. Yeah, because yeah. Norton, oh, was it you or Jay the Jay other Jay. one that got in yeah. trouble when the girl, like, pulled the gun? That's hilarious. Uh, oh, in Times Square. I yeah. That well, was, I that love how the stories get twisted. No, he, he, did, he, he does a whole stand-up about it. Yeah, yeah. Anthony... Did you hear this? Anthony yeah. was taking pictures I, 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 in Times Square. You're open? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I, no, it's all good. I, I, it's all I've good. never Holy. listened to you, but I He's know of you. Right. Because I'm yeah, from Canada. So it didn't make it. And I'm a tech guy, so I don't really do a lot of He does understand Yeah, but you know my name? Yeah, well, I know Opie and Anthony because you, you guys Cheers. were a prank Cheers. show at first, right? Like uh, a little bit of, uh, like a little bit. We were, of, uh, we were like shock jocks. Shock jocks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stripper, yeah, yeah. midget yeah. strippers dancing yeah. on the oh, console. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I remember you guys from? Huh. Whip That's it out really Wednesday. Cool. There you go. W O W from what? Yeah, well, no, whip yeah. it out Wednesday. And then we we got we got fired in Boston because we said the oh the mayor Menino was died in a car accident. Yeah. Yeah, his oh, family heard And then we got kicked out of Boston. Which is complete bullshit. That's yeah. crazy. So, well, he's dead no, these now. These guys are right on. The mayor's going to see you're right. No, no, but I, uh, later in his life, at the end of his life, he was now. he was doing a, a book tour at Sirius XM. I was trying to get him on the show to apologize, and all these years later, it was probably almost 20 years later, he didn't want anything to do with me still. And I felt bad to the point, I'm like, you know what, I got to bury this hatchet and, and apologize to the guy. Yeah, he's not a very smart person. Yeah, they're leaving. Yeah, exactly. No, but this is, yeah, Jimmy Norton's. I love Jimmy Norton. Yeah. He is phenomenal. Yeah, I could yeah, I could tell you some <laughs> exactly. good, funny stuff off. Oh, funny stuff off, off the air. Oh, yes, about yeah, yeah. Massachusetts politics. Okay, about me. Am allowed to vote my best friend's ex-wife? Is big in Massachusetts politics? I can't. Give us some good shit. No, don't tempt me. No, we can't be loud out here because he'll be talking. All right. Can we can we like record a little bit of it, maybe? I think he, yeah. All right, now we're leaving the green room. We're going on stage where Ron White's doing a uh, a meet and greet, a special VIP meet and greet. So. So he said, "If I come in here, everybody starts asking me questions." So that and that interrupts it. So oh really? He's moving around because people come over and want to say, "Hey, that was funny," and yeah, that yeah. messes up their little thing that they're doing. So. You come, you hang out, they're asking questions, he tells some stories, you get a photo, and he goes along. And that's it. Should we, should I go into the circle? You can do it. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Really? Yeah. When you drank scotch, what was your scotch choice? It was McCall, 18-year-old McCall until I got tired of taking the $90 piss every morning. (laughs) 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 What's your, uh... What's your favorite cigar? Thanks, Ron. Great night, Dave. I like this one. It's free. <laughs> uh, you know, if I had to pick one to go to the island with, you know, probably be the Monte Cristo number four. Uh, I like cigars about that size. I don't like yeah. huge cigars. I don't have the time or the lungs or whatever <laughs> to get them done. But, uh, Vic, where are ye? Back here where we were. Oh, you're over there now. There's so many green rooms. Yeah. It's very intimate on that stage. I don't want to. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. And even, it's nice, and it's really nice when it happens. But 
he's still trying to get them in. I mean, the, the, we're going to dinner later or go do something else. And, like, if I walk up in the middle of this, they'll get their picture taken of him. They've already asked him the question. Yeah. Then they come over to me on the side and they're like, can we get a picture? And it kind of it fucks up the whole and, – right, right. and this ain't my show, yeah. <laughs> by <laughs> the way. So I try to stay out of the way. Although sometimes I miss some great stuff because they'll come back later. Somebody will ask a question every now and then that, that he's never been asked before. Most right. of them he knows and he knows right, what right. he'll say. But, um, How funny is that that the guy was talking about Opie and Anthony? He didn't know it was you. No. Did he goes, oh, no, no. Well, no, he said the call numbers. He said the letters and the number. Right. And then he goes, Opie and Anthony. And I'm like, this is Opie. And he was like, no, it's not. I had to say it three times. I think I had to say it three times. That's funny. Maybe he was expecting something different. I don't than... know. He was expecting you to stomp on a cake in front of a home. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Joey, time jump. <laughs> Good idea. Too many cops on stage sketches me out. That's <laughs> <laughs> always a bit of a weird. He's crossing borders. I you know, he's crossing no, borders. This is Jesse again. Who's, <laughs> no, who met, no, who met Ron White let's, on a plane? I just got to make sure people know who I'm talking slow to. Slow down. Oh, that was just a joke. It's right? Jesse Canadian. Kidding. Jesse Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what? Use my name all you want. All right. Thank you, sir. Good. I appreciate it. I actually have nothing to hide because. Right. What I do in life and what I do in business yeah. is all straight and direct. Nice. So the, the work I do with the company I do. Do you travel all over the world? Yeah. Where, you just got back from where were you today? Uh, Mexico. Mexico. Yesterday. yesterday. What were you doing in Mexico? Uh, working on a deal with, uh, with banks. Yeah. With Bitcoin? No. no. Blockchain? Yeah. We provide financial technology for financial institutions around the world to better communicate with each other. Damn it. To bring well down said. the cost. That's a good sentence. He's like, to I didn't bring down, anything. To I bring did. down I the cost. You're smart. To make stuff better for people, no, to, whether good. they're businesses or right. consumers, to transact with each other. Nice. That's what it's all about. Do we need the wall down there? No. Yeah, I don't wall know. where? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. No walls anywhere. <laughs> so Ron's got way better jokes about tunneling. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's knitting, what and we've, and we've heard. Well, well yeah. that's what that's what I said yeah. on, on Twitter uh, earlier this week, and people got pissed off at me. I'm Why? like, look, you could build the wall all you want, but we're yeah. going to ignore the whole intricate intricate uh, tunnel system they already have. So I, I've said I've said this so many times. They, they have like, tunnels where they ride motorcycles. I'm like, oh, you, no, if you torch oh yeah, yeah, yeah oh run. Run with the torch light. That's just fucking See, vital. That was good. Your boy came no, through. No, the, the, the torch. Yeah, exactly. He That's stopped it. pissing off fucking everybody. He, he still won't tell us what. Pro, <laughs> he still won't tell us what prominent Massachusetts Democrat. <laughs> right, right. So, Wait, talk, uh, talk about the them. tunnel. Well, so I mean, first of all, the tunnels. I mean. The, Wait, what, where where was I? I was I said I saw on Twitter that the the tunnel system is ridiculous down there already. Where the the you know the other side of the tunnel is oh, miles no, no, from no, no. the That's from the border. No, so 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 the 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 answer is technology. Yeah, of course. It's it's drones, of course, because we have we have autonomous drones that can sit up there for days and days and days and days. And if you look at that, combine it with. Better logistics systems, like maybe apply Uber to the customs and and border security people. (laughs) Yeah, 
all of a sudden you have a much better system. Right. You don't need a wall. The wall is going to get broken through. Like the steel barrier, which was shown that it could be cut through. That's fucked. Right. The the real and it, it, and but you know well the, the, in America we love wait, we love symbolism it, it, over bring substance. It, bring it all the way back. Yeah. What are we protecting against? Right. We're protecting against a man with his six year old daughter coming into our fucking country because they're coming from a situation that's worse than we can ever goddamn imagine in our lifetimes. Right. We're not protecting against anything. We should like. Uh, I don't. I don't want to subquote a Democrat, whatever, because I don't really care. I'm not really politically connected all that much, but I do believe that we need to take care of people. And do we want the symbol of America to be a mall or the, the Statue, Statue of Liberty? Liberty right? well, now that I got to call a you a very... snowflake and a no, litar because no, no. you want to take care of people. No, no, no. But, 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 but that, but that's right. Like if someone shows up at your doorstep I was joking, in the middle yeah. of the, I, I, I actually agree with you that we should like but take if, care but of if, people. But if someone shows up at your now. doorstep in the middle of the night and they're hurt, or even if they're not hurt, if they're just lost and they don't know where the fuck they are and they need somewhere to be warm for the night, yeah, what do you do? Right, block their number. Says <laughs> <laughs> the man involved yeah. in politics. But <laughs> all I'm saying is, is that's that's what we need. To, like, like, let's look at it through a lens of humanity and and personality. But more importantly, yeah, we need tougher border security. But the wall's not the way to go. Exactly, it's not we need we need go. enforcement of like if if because I've been traveling all the way down to Costa Rica in various decades of my life. And I've seen where poverty and gangs and, and, and I haven't actually seen in the last decade and a half, which is probably where it's gotten really yeah, worse. But do, really. <laughs> it's it's fucked up for a lot of people down there. And so if they do need to escape, how do we help them? Right. Because refugees are refugees. Right. Um, so it's it's a screening system, but it's also just a you know, how do we how do we rationalize everything as humans and make this a way to efficiently process, yeah. process things. It's not that hard. You know, well, it's like, I mean, the government like, shut down over like, that, that whole like, wall. It's like 20, 30 questions. Right. Where are you from? Where are you born? How old are you? Blah, blah, blah. And then once you get through those, you can probably scrape off 50% of the people who are false. Yeah. Secondary question for a few more. Done. Right. There you go. So, anyway. Bravo. Sorry. Good meeting you, Jesse. I didn't mean to chat too much. No, no, I like it. like phenomenal. I like it. That was him. Yeah. So, what's your given name? Uh, Greg. Oh, no, Greg? Right. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, but you go by? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, I got the nickname when I was like 12 years old. So I'm stuck with it, yeah. Yeah. I actually go by Greg. I actually hate the name. Well, Greg, nice to meet you, Jesse. All right, Jesse. Yeah. Thank you. Whoever that is. Yeah, good. I like that. Back in our like next great thing. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. We went back to football. Yeah. So what's up with you opening anything? Like, why can't you Why can't you come back? No, seriously. No. I want to. I want to know this. I want to know, like, why can't you come back? We did twenty years, and, and that's we, enough. We. Kinda, Would you not want to go back? Or? Nah, nah. At this point, we grew apart, and uh, he's doing his thing. I'm doing. So you guys mine aren't and, friends anymore. 
Not really, but you know, I wish him uh, nothing but the best. It happens. He's doing no, right. no, I, both of them are we're fine. both no, doing you guys fine. Are legends in Mass- John, uh, legends in New England. Yeah, yeah we just we just kind of we kind of grew apart. A lot of people want us to uh, get the show back together, but I, I don't know if it would be the same thing anymore. Why is that? Because you guys are older. And we're older and very different, and and we had our time. And uh, I'm still very immature. Just 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 observe me. No. Um, no, I mean, you know, we did it. We did it. I mean, maybe, there, maybe, the maybe down the road, yeah. you never know. But uh, he's got a house in the Hamptons because of uh, that. Well, yeah, I mean, a little yeah. related to that. All right, edit, well, edit that part out. No, it's, no, it's no, all right. Leave it in, it's fine. We did all right. Yeah. People, no, you're just another example of some dumbass that haven't been paying attention to what's been going so on. I, I, he's not no, answered this question. There, and there's, and you know what? There's I, nothing I, wrong with my, that. My friends loved. Well, me, me, and well, the last time we did a show together was almost. It's it's uh, four and a half years ago. My only problem is like the and fact that like you that, do one, not that you did anything wrong, because I'm not even sure exactly what it was, but like you do so, something wrong and like you go out and you 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 say, "Here's how I fucked up." Like Louis C.K., I fucked up. Right, right. I did wrong, and yeah. you know, please forgive me. And people are like, "Oh, wow, no, he can't be forgiven." It's like, yeah. who doesn't should, fuck up? Well, that that's instead just deny, deny, deny. deny yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, well, know? it's that yeah, fake yeah, morality yeah, that everybody yeah, has yeah, out there. It's because like. The hate's never been. There's so much, Vic. How much hate is out there in the world right now? So with Louis C.K., people are like, yes, oh yes, my god, yes, I can't. Yes. and then they they justify their own hate back at Louis. Yeah, like okay, like it's okay if I hate because because they thought he was hate. He, he fucked right, up and exactly. he said he fucked up. Well, he didn't really say too much. He should have said more. I thought when the first time being him, uh, his first time back on stage at the comedy cellar, he didn't that. address it. Yeah. And, and that doesn't go with anything he had shown us for the previous 20 years in and comedy as his character. Like, you see, he went on and, and got another issue. Well, that was another one later. Parkland, that was but the yeah. first one back a few months ago. The very first the first time he goes back on, he left it out. And if he'd have done a Louie on him being Louie, yeah. I think he'd be rocking right along yeah. fine. I'm, I'm sure he'll still be fine. About, like what it was like. Richard like, Pryor immediately, Richard yeah. Pryor immediately went on and told him, yes, I put my milk. I was having some milk and cookies. I put my milk. And then he went real with it and told it. But he didn't know what the fuck to do. He lost yeah. everything. Uh, he was an A-lister in Hollywood, and then it was all taken away. Well, Sarah Silverman blew it up. You know, I think it'll be all right. He might work it. Well, what do you think of the latest controversy being a comic? That. You know, oh, boy. I don't know. We'll see. No, I mean with the set that oh. was leaked. That was such bullshit. Oh yeah, that's stupid. Because Every because bit of the Parkland yeah. stuff. That was fuck. That's who he is. First of all, right now, just because if you. Just because you didn't go back on your first time ever and do the elephant in the room, your shit, right. still doesn't mean so. I guess that's just he chose that. I don't know. I'm not him. I don't know. I, I but, then, but then your next set or the next few months after that, while it's still a work in progress, and you're always worried about people taping stuff at these small clubs, right. then you get like a double dick because the joke's not even finished yet, right. and, and they're already mad at you because you didn't when say you were sorry. someone else is delivering, it's not him delivering, yeah, it's someone it's else so, telling how it's such a I, I, would, and, and, I, I would bet that he didn't actually think about digital recording. When he got yeah, home, no, so I think that's probably right. Well, uh, I think he was probably just like, because like yeah, I've hung out with Ron, shit, I've yeah. hung out yep. with you, and like you just get up on stage and you just do a, a quick. But yeah. you also, that's what he was doing. And, that's what, and, but you and, also will say things at a comedy club you're not going to say in a oh, church, absolutely. or you're not going to say oh, yeah. they're going to be brought to school. It's not a safe space, and, and, right? And it's and a also, comedy club, and, and, and also yeah, stuff you don't want to be repeated even tomorrow. 
Well, that's the but worst thing. It's going to be recorded right. and blasted everywhere. That's right. No, if you there's like, a there's the, the, a the, the Parkland that that was just speaking. Totally well, yeah, but hold on, I got give him a chance. You'll make thank you. I got him a chance. I want to hear him say it. Not no, I got to defend that because you could take the Parkland situation very seriously and also find jokes about it. That are funny. Absolutely, that, you that need is to tell it. Not that's reporter, comedy one hundred and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no you. You could yes. support something, but also it takes the piss out of yes. uh, out of things that's as the, well. That's which satire, is, at right? Its which finest. is really, really important. No, that's really satire. And, is and the the thing that drove me nuts is not uh, not enough people came out and said that it was a work in progress. Well, they were still well. A they're still mad at him about the other thing, right? And then and that too. And then right. they don't really realize. Right. You don't get the civilians to, to be condescending. They don't get down there in the nuts and bolts of it. Right. You see out there busting it. Four sets an item. Right. You're going to four spots around the city. It might take you six. It took me three or four months to get the midget story correct. <laughs> at least. Right. I've got, small, I've got, pe- small people. But you have to. <laughs> little people. They, <laughs> I've had things that I here with Ron. I had this other long story about my granddad was a racist, and uh, and it. I mean, it took almost a year to get it right, and and I was only doing it mainly for him because he liked it. And Ron and I were talking about it, and and one so like nine months in, one of the nights, I finally got it down. It's like the first time it works with no. And as we pass each other, he's like, "It's been a joy to watch you craft that into a fabulous (laughs) piece of comedy." Right? (laughs) He goes, "I saw you when you just put the clay on the wheel. We didn't know what was." Gonna have it. Look at this lovely vase. <laughs> <laughs> but he, really, he was really sincere. But about let, it. he saw how long I had to goddamn work. You know, a lot of people use that dumb word, safe space. Yeah, but I, as, I know. I no, but as a stand-up comic in, in a in a comedy club. You know you're in a safe space as far as you oh, can, God, you can yes, say some yes, really dark, absolutely. evil yes, shit that people yes, are going to eat up, yes. but that doesn't mean that's the person you are. I got away with... You guys will yeah, even yeah. say stuff uh, during the late show, like an 11 o'clock show, oh, that, yeah, that you wouldn't say at the 7 o'clock absolutely, show. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. So it wasn't fair to Louie that that, that was agree. thrown out there no, like no, that. I Plus, it's someone else. I mean, like, imagine if, if Ron told a joke, and then I'm retelling how he told the joke that he's been working on for fucking nine months... I'm going to butcher the joke. Like, right. someone's retelling Louis C.K.'s Parkland joke. No, no, they, they, no, they, they, they had audio. There. Oh, did yeah. they have the actual and audio? Yeah, they recorded it. Yeah. It was, it was so All right, Tace, let's that out. So the thing is, so uh, Louis C.K.'s kids actually went to school with my yeah, kids for yeah, a number true. of years. And, uh, and I think he's very good on his delivery, but I don't think he's that. He's one of the best. He's, he's not, not best. that happy of a person. No, oh, that's no fair. That's all fair. That's also no, a no, fair. No, no, no. You've not hung out with Ron or Vic. Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell you right now. I don't know if you're a comedian, the, but you seem all right, too. But the profile is true. Yeah. Josh yeah. is right. The profile but, is dark, yeah. weird, no. twisted, mad, mainly. Yeah. But the, so that doesn't mean the profile is real. Half the comedians I've met have been extremely fucking real. Like Jimmy Fallon. Ron and I hung out with Jimmy one night at some fucking private whiskey club in L.A., Amazing all night long. We did fucking like um, karaoke. Uh, karaoke type shit. Like <laughs> got them to turn the music off. Like oh, I saw no, pictures. no. Yeah, I so was like bullshit. I saw pictures. Like eh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a video and there's a video and it ends with Jimmy going, "Turn that yeah, off." Yeah. <laughs> and, and cut. And cut. <laughs> it goes no what further. That's hilarious. And, um, but, no, but, but but oh, oh, okay. but. Half Thank the you, fucking sorry. comedians no, you meet are actually like they like they they appear to be. Yeah, yeah. And and they're they're just as straight up. Like I hung out with Ron at six in the morning on his balcony. Oh, he's just as fucking funny at that point. 
and genuine and telling the same goddamn jokes. Right. Even though I might have heard them once or twice. Oh, we got deep in here, Ron. <laughs> you don't even want to know. <laughs> and but all good, I hope. It was and, all good. But no, but uh, but you know, there there are half the comedians you meet are, are are exactly as you expect them to be. Yeah, Ron, you don't have a dark past, right? Why how are you so funny? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a dark past. <laughs> no, but I was just saying like you know, you meet the some, profile. like, uh, Louis C.K. was a classmate. His daughters were a classmate of, of, of my kids. And so I would always see him at school stuff, both through uh, elementary school and, and, and middle school. No, but even then, he but just he, just, he just wasn't, He's just being he was never that um, originally comedic, yeah. happy. Like, it was never like a you just hang out and tell a joke with type person. And, you know, like... I met you. We were laughing within like two minutes. Meet Vic. We're laughing within two minutes. We wind up going out to dinner, meeting Jimmy Fallon. We're all laughing within two minutes. Like, there are certain comedians where you, that you meet, and they are actually genuinely sort of a little darker. Uh, that's darker what makes them funny too. Yeah. They yeah. Are, like. yeah. What kind of fucking hack am I? <laughs> I should be more, hack, more of a prick. <laughs> that's no, the lesson. This all started with the, the profile is everybody that none of us are happy. Oh, and, right. most and so Jesse went right there. I've known these two fuckers. I think they're happy. Yeah. But the, the whole idea was everybody's yeah. dark and weird and can't get along no. or something stupid. No, yeah. we do all have fucked up childhoods. So. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Foundation is the same. Story about myself. Let's get a group hug going on that. I'm gonna let this man change clothes. Yeah, yeah. Let's let Ron be, man. All right, let's leave uh, Jesse and Ron alone. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Ron's taking his clothes off. It was time. That was the clue. clue. Get the fuck out, guys. I I want to change. So. Oh my God. We'll go in here now. Yeah, you know it's time to stop. He's just disrobing. (laughs) Do you know how many many times I've actually just stood there through that? (laughs) No, me too. (laughs) Me too. No, I'm I'm, 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 no, you just because like because lots of times he has dressing rooms that are like half partitioned and it's just like and he doesn't care. I've been on the bus. I'm I'm just I just start wiping down counters. I want to know the story of the prison tattoo on his shoulder. By the way, I didn't see it. Might be navy. He, he's Navy. got some. He's got some. Uh, might be from the. He was in the. He's got, he's he got some ink on his on his shoulder. Yeah. He, he was, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, he just. Oh God. I wish I could get it. My, we've heard. I've heard. The, I've heard him tell the story lots about getting kicked out of the Navy, and and a bunch of us have. And then Madigan told me on the phone a couple of weeks ago because he was at her house hanging. And they're, they're and so they're about to interrupt him, going, "We know this one." And every now and then, there's a different little nuance or something about that little time in the Navy that you, go, "Oh, I didn't know that part." And so Madigan said, for the first time, she goes, "I've heard him talk about this." We cut him off on the story, and he goes, "But did I tell you the saddest part, the most humiliating part of the whole thing?" And Madigan goes, "No." And he goes, "Whenever he got back to wherever." Whoever the person was in charge was told him that he was a hole in the national defense. <laughs> Use that exact quote. That's awesome. Did you ever hear the story? He's about- like stamping the paper, whoever it is, and then threw that line at him. Right. Madigan like spit wine That's everywhere hilarious. and talking funny things. Yeah. And she's like, "Please!" And he, she's trying to get him to work it into a story in, in the show. But John, no, and, John McCain was like a third generation. Like his, his oh, absolutely. His parent or his dad and his grandfather were, you know, heroes in the Navy. So he. 
enlists in the Navy. He's a complete fuck-up. So he enlists in the Navy, and he goes to see a girlfriend out of town, and uh, he, I guess, is waiting. He's at a bar, and he's waiting for the, the ship to, to take off, and he's got, like, a couple hours to kill, so he starts drinking, and he gets completely fucked up. And then he finally gets on the boat. He gets to her house. The father opens the door, and he collapsed through the fucking front door through the front door collapsed and the guy was like get the fuck out of here that's John McCain like he was this close to being president like complete fuck up yeah but they all have a story like that a drunk story John oh, come on I, I don't come have on. You no really I always you know it's moderation oh god God, I, there's a taco and then joint. You just accelerate right through that. Uh, there's a taco joint on the Upper East Side. And every time I'm walking past there, <laughs> every now and then, about every few years, it'll pop in because you know how they pile the garbage up in the big giant black bags. Sure. And uh, every time I walk by there, and I'll see it, and I'll go, oh, uh, 1997. I tripped and fell onto all the bags oh, of garbage, boy. and it's like being trapped in nine beanbag <laughs> chairs. You can't get out, and I'm so drunk, I'm just flailing like a fish out Someone of water, help me. like a turtle on the back. And my wife at the time, and my best friend, and his wife—they just stood there and watched me flail for about five or minutes. And then finally, J.R. Havlin, who I was talking about, her, he yeah. finally threw my hand down and helped. You ain't getting anything off. on you. I'm not dirty because it's right. all concealed. Yeah. But they, but they sat there and watched me turtle flop for five minutes, and and, and still. Every couple of years. The other night, I walk by, I go, I wallowed in garbage right there. <laughs> <laughs> and the rats didn't get you? No, nothing got me. I came up. That's the first thing they did was they got oh, me up. Man, that, they started checking me for everything. In New York and, City, the night before so, Garbage Day. Oh, boy. oh, oh yeah. my God. The, the freaks the, come out at night. With all the garbage yeah, piled up, you the uh, rats uh, come a nibbling, man. The freaks come out at, at night. <laughs> Who did that originally? Houdini, I think. Uh, God damn it. Maybe, I don't know. No, wow. no, you got it. Wow. You got it. You got it. I don't know. I don't have to look that one up. Who did rate top five comedians of all time? George Carlin, Richard Pryor, Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks? Yeah. Yes. That's on yeah. my list, too. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Bill Hicks, yeah. no way. Bill Burr. Bill Hicks is the Carlin Pryor of our generation. I like Burr. Burr's not through working yet, so I'm not considering yeah. him. You can't put him list. on a list yet. Oh, yeah. I think Bill Burr's I put Rock five, on the he's... list maybe right now. Maybe. Chris Rock's on yeah, my yeah. top five. Uh, yeah, yeah. I go Chris Rock, I go Richard Pryor, I go George Carlin, and I go Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks? Yes. Yeah. Bill Hicks was way don't ahead ask, of his don't time. Let Ron, don't let Ron hear you say this. He'll punch you. Hicks is the prior of our generation. He's our age group's prior uh, brilliant guy. If he hadn't wow, one of the saddest things ever, sat, losing him at 32 go, years old is one of the saddest fucking things ever. Go listen yeah. to Relentless right yeah, now, yeah. And, and it's timeless. Go, I mean, really? good guy. What it, you reading for? Right. It's a, it's, right, I mean, right. There's a million of them. At the Waffle House. Yeah, in Eden, Oklahoma. Well, I guess I read for a couple uh, <laughs> But no, reasons. why don't you think so? No one... Um, well, absolutely, uh, Bill Hicks. Too many people were not exposed to this, but yeah. you know he was Letterman's favorite. Letterman had him on forever. Letterman apologized. You know about this story? One night he they told him to take some jokes out, and he didn't do it, and uh, they I cut like him that. out of the show. They, and they cut him out of the I show, and then there. then like well on. Long after he had yeah, died, yeah. Letterman brought his mom on, and they ran the set, and Letterman apologized. Yeah. But literally, maybe like 18 years later or something yeah, crazy something like, like that. that. But Letterman said it was one of the things that always bothered him the most. But Don't, we he, slap him. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no, 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 no he no, says, who no, you no, like? And I said, uh, Carla, Pry- uh, Carlin Pryor Hicks. And they all, he started going, Hicks, I just said, I, Hicks. I don't think Bill Hicks top five. Yeah. Ever or top Just one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Easily. Thank yeah. you. Who, who's exactly. your top five? 
Right. I don't have a well, no well, particular give, order. No yeah, particular, no particular order. order. But Hicks would be right up there. He's uh, in my yeah, I'm gonna yeah. watch it. I, I, yeah, and he I died at 30, 30 years old. Oh yeah, 32. you're totally wrong. I have a doctorate in this, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I do too. And you do too. I do too. And, and he, well, he was not taking. And he doesn't. Why not? He, he's in his between the three of us. This is ninety years of telling you about fucking. I went Bill Hicks too. I go George Carlin over Richard Pryor. Well, I'm Canadian. But I got Richard Pryor on my list. Yeah, yeah, I love Pryor. Right. Oh, who do you have? Somebody we've never heard of? Uh, Wait, so what's your, what is your top five? Obviously. John Candy. Is up there. John Candy's stand-up, not stand-up. That's true. John Candy. Is a oh, John Candy. He's second city. Second city. One of the funniest guys there. Oh, Joe Classic. I agree there, but not stand-up. He's talking about stand-up. Yeah. And, and he was surprised Bill Hicks was on the list. My God. Well, I, I, would, I would actually go with almost the black uh, people like Richard Pryor, uh, uh, Eddie Murphy. Murphy? Chris Rock. Chris, Chris Rock. Chris? I mean, we ran into Chris Rock at the, at the Comedy Cellar yeah. that night when he was preparing for the Oscars, and he shut it down because people it, were recording him. His He's last fucking stuff. awesome. Cameron of course he is. Terrible. But, we were just talking about God, Eddie Murphy awesome. at your apartment. Oh, yeah, Delirious and, 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 and his game oh, material and how that would not fly today. Never fly today. Everybody would be delirious terrified. All the, there's, they're on one of the... It's not the Delirious. I'm, I'm not on, a critic. On the Eddie Murphy... <laughs> no. I, mean, no. Know, I, mean, I thought it was Delirious. No, no, it's, he Wait, does those jokes in the special. Yeah. The album is called Eddie Murphy Comedian. Right. It's his first album they recorded at the comic strip. Track seven is called yeah. Faggots. Right. <laughs> now, could you get away with that today? <laughs> Hell no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell. I could get out of town with it. <laughs> but track seven is called that. That's how much things have changed. You wouldn't open with that. <laughs> but it's, it's all if you find right. an old copy of the album. I know it is. That's how much comedy has changed because yeah. when that material was out people would uh, recite oh, those lines in right. school and, and thought it was like the funniest shit no, no, I agree yeah, yeah that's different what, yeah. sensibility yeah of course who, who do you think is the best female comedian out there right now stage wise maybe Madigan Kathleen Madigan yeah, yeah. Hell she yeah. really yeah, doesn't get much good. better than her and, like in, her and in casual conversation with somebody Kathleen's as funny as anybody yeah, I've ever met so she's a and uh Whitney Cummings or what about I, I know her pig. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't tape that. This is true. That's how this whole day started. <laughs> we were at, I didn't show you the picture. I got Whitney. We didn't. He's we got didn't a picture tape in his that. phone. He met Whitney Cummings. Ron pig. Ron White was telling me and Vic about uh, this. I don't. I don't even know how to it's explain it. It's a pig that. rescue farm. A pig rescue farm because a lot of people get the baby pigs <laughs> and then don't realize that these things grow to seven hundred pounds and then they don't want it anymore. So there are people that take all the pigs in and. And with that said, Ron White saw Whitney uh, Cummings pig. How many they got out there, Ron? What did you tell us? 250 pigs. And the guy, I said, how many pigs you got out here? And he goes, 250. I said, it looks like 250 pigs. And it did, you know. I, I, I was going to guess. And I'm good at guessing numbers like you are. Because I work different size rooms. And I make different amounts of money depending on how many things are in it. And so I was, you know, I was sitting around. I mean, I didn't say it out loud, but right. I, I thought 250 was a great, at least a, an educated fucking and pretty sharp said. guess. And then... Uh, and they were uh, they were pigs, man, and there were 250 of them. And this was this week. And they were living in the house and everything. Right? Yeah, you were four of them lived in the house. That's and, crazy. Uh, Whitney's one of Whitney was uh, one of the house pigs. Not Whitney Cummings pig is one of the house pigs. Not Whitney Cummings. Let's just keep it. No, let's just keep it like that. That's funny. No, but it's. I'm just telling you, Whitney is a small world because. Yeah. 
because um, me, I, I wish I could remember the pig's name because I did, it did have a name, but I, I forgot what it was. She's this would be a way better now, story, though, right? Whitney. Isn't she married now, Whitney Cummings? I just know she has a pig <laughs> <laughs> that she couldn't that she couldn't take care of that she couldn't take care of that is now living that is now living outside of Austin. Perfect solution, living in the pig doctor's fucking living room. Right? You know, I, I just know she has a pig. Didn't he tell me there's there's footage? They've got cameras on the property, and there's footage of uh, feral pigs that oh, live right, outside right. the rescue place. Yeah, they walk up to the fence. And they're like, "How you get in there, man? What is that, like a nightclub? What is it like a sandals for? Hey, we He's working the door, laying mud, and people feed you. What? How do you get in? What is it? You guys got the keys? And then the other pig that they let out into the wild, right? You were telling us? Oh no, he just no, said, no, no. Those were those, those were just. There's a feral pig problem in that part yeah. of the country. Oh, okay. This bastard tech. No, I, I thought he was talking about Alex. Just took his. Oh yeah, and, Alex. Yeah, Alex freed his. Just Alex freed him. Yeah, freed <laughs> three Alex, of them. Alex Ramundo hit one his another thirty year dear friend opens for him. They own the tequila company together. He bought some and he bought three pigs. That's that's what happens. People go because they're nothing cuter than a baby pig. Right. And so if you yeah. say, yeah, look. They're, uh, it's very, they're looking at little pot-bellied Vietnamese, right. whatever the fuck, you know. <laughs> and I mean, that, that, that's really, really what it was. <laughs> Jesse's and so, he lost it. So what they, would, what they would, they would, and people look at him and go, fuck out. Whatever the fuck. Thousand bucks. Right. And, uh, yeah, there was, that was the strain of where there were Vietnamese pot-bellied Vietnamese. That nice. was a real deal. Sounds great. But uh, but so you know. Tasty. But then next thing you know, you know, you got uh, they're five hundred pounds. Yeah, they got you got big pigs and, just shitting all over. He lives in Louisville. He lives in. Oh really? So no, he did, uh, well, this guy lives in Bastrop. No, 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 no Alex. Alex lived in uh, uh, outside of L.A. when he had those. Pigs. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, in, uh, he lived like a like Palmdale. So oh, okay, Palmdale. The, yeah, he had okay. like three Not and a half acres of horses. Okay, lots of lots of pig kit. So he just took them, but he one day he just loaded them up and took them somewhere. Yeah, well, uh, I think he just opened the gate. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think. Uh, And he said every once in a while you'd see them, they got like tusks and shit. uh, Why are they collecting pigs? Why why is that? Oh, no, no, no. It's a pig rescue. Rescue. Rescuing pigs. No, because people Those buy people, the pigs yeah. as pets and they don't realize that. Somebody's got to do something for the pigs. Right. <laughs> and they don't realize how big they get, so then they can't handle it anymore, so they, they take it to the rescue place. somebody is like, they don't realize how good they taste. Yeah. One day. <laughs> right. Hey, you know, people get, Why do we need to rescue them? Why don't we them, hunt them? Let's eat them. Can you imagine you're like an evil rescuer and you just collect <laughs> the pigs and then you take them to the butcher? <laughs> Yeah, that's Terminator, horrible. Terminator, <laughs> what? You got a big what, what car to stand and a fucking... <laughs> Bring them to me. Right. Yeah, well, you know, people got... Yeah, they, it's a really heartfelt thing they do. Of so, course they are. We're yeah, just we're, making jokes, of course. Right, making, of course, of jokes. course. I, I actually... Totally uh, supportive of This great, guy is right? just naturally I, fun. Yeah, I actually like animals, so... Oh no! I, they're tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, Jesus. oh boy! Cut the... I mean, have you have you eaten a cow? <laughs> Let's so just say good. pets are basically the only. We got, you know, they're the animals that just Dennis. aren't. All right, we're going to Dennis. tasty. All right, yeah, leaving the state theater. Thank right you here. very much. You're welcome. All right, we going to straight there. Uh, no, I don't do cards. I do. I don't do. <laughs> I don't Wait, do. I don't do cards. I've never had a card. Do you need my jacket? 
All right. Should we just wrap it up now? I think so. Yeah. Once Dave Little throws the backpack on the shoulder, it's time to go. We're leaving the, the state theater. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. This was so much fun. So much fun. All right. Everyone, safe travels. Thanks. Yes. Thanks very much. Yes, you too. All right. Wow, what an experience, man. Thanks, guys. Good night. Good night. Thank you. All right. So maybe a pit stop here on the bus for a second. Is it food time, Dave? Yeah, food and drink. Food and drink time? On this tour, likes to drink. I do. <laughs> Dave's yeah. ready to roll. Dave, like, Dave likes, uh, likes red wine. I do like red, that. red wine. wine. I apologize to, to the two listeners that had to hear that. What? Because you guys we were, were harmonizing. Old. No, not, that's not what harmonizing is. Dave can play some music. He's got an ear. Oh, really? Yeah. Give me a bar, brah. He plays some guitar. Dave, give me a give me a bar. He does some picking and singing every now and then. I do. I do. Are we going over here? I'm following them. He, he must be going straight to something. He's going right to the hotel, Looks right like, to the steak place. Is the restaurant, is this, no, yes. That door's closed. Should we, uh, Vic, should we wrap up this podcast? I think so. And then we'll have Let's a nice have a little meal. dinner with uh, yeah. Ron White and the gang? All yeah. right. We're outside the State Theater in New Brunswick, uh, New Jersey. Ron White crushed it. Vic Kenley crushed it. For real, you Easy it. money on the road, man. Really fun. Um, all right. We're going to wrap it up. We're going to get yes. dinner. Yeah. Then you're jumping on the yeah. tour bus, and, and I'm driving back to New York City. So. Yeah, I'm going to want to throw this away. Vic, say wrap it up, Joey. Wrap it up, Joey! Thank you, sir. So there you have it. A little backstage peek at Vic and Ron's show. Let's shout out a few people on Twitter. At Patron Nick 328 Joe underscore the taco for buying some of my songs at Amazon. Thank you, Joe. And also at Tony Burkhart. A special thank you to at Sports Meets Beer for helping to make Carl's Bracket Tournaments on Twitter and Graham a big success. I know I had a lot of fun with that. Stay tuned for more. By the way, they also have a podcast, so you should check that out. And if you're not following Carl Ruiz at Sabor Chef on Instagram or Twitter, you ain't living. Please leave us a five-star review and subscribe at Apple. Follow Vic Henley at Twitter and Graham as well, but don't expect him to follow you back. He can give two fucks. Grab some merch at opradio.com. Check out his sunrise broadcasts on Graham and Facebook. Jesus, I'm a talking billboard. And thanks again for downloading this free podcast from the Westwood One Podcast Network's Opie Radio. Westwood One Podcast Network's ENC's Pot of Awesomeness. Your hosts, Edge and Christian, talk wrestling. We got the bruiser weight, man. Let's talk to Pete Dunn. I remember just going to a local show in a pub. I remember just going up and asking afterwards, is there somewhere I can do this? I love the fact that you were in a pub, watching wrestling at 12, and then started <laughs> training. ENC's Pot of Awesomeness. Download it free and easy wherever you get your podcasts from the Westwood One Podcast Network. <laughs>